0: Hey everybody, we are back. This is Barbacoa, Big Red, Basketball. I'm John Lugo, joined by Will Darnell, and you'll be happy to hear we finally got a special guest to join our podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Trent Johnson on the line. Trent, how Woo! are you doing?
1: I'm doing okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> such, a, such a tepid introduction for Trent. Trent I'm gonna, Johnson, I'm gonna,
1: I'm old I'm friend gonna from Denton. In. You're going to what? I'm going to tiptoe in, then. then it's, you know, when we get to the real stuff, it's going to be real loud. (laughs) Oh, yeah? That's how it's going to (laughs) be?
0: Okay. All right, then. Well, what we have coming this week, this week we're going full on with the Rockets and Spurs season preview. We're going to go a little bit over an All-Star game, changes, some news from Cleveland and OKC. But first off, guys, do you have anything to say about preseason so far? Do you have anything to take away from it? You made
2: me watch it, and I was really upset. <laughs> <coughs> That's the first thing. I really wanted to go to sleep, and John was like, oh, The Thunder are playing the Rockets. And I was like, well, I have to wake up at 5 in the morning. And he said he didn't care, so we watched most of that.
0: We'll just put a poll out to the crowd and see which would you rather do: watch the Rockets game or play League of Legends? And we'll see what they say.
1: <laughs> that's not a fair the poll. Answers. Come on, clearly League of Legends. Trent, have you watched any preseason? I watched. Um, I watched the Rockets game, and I watched some of the Shanghai Ad- Sharks. I think. Oh, and yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. John and I had tickets to that, and we didn't go. No, what, did we? <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't even know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wanted to watch Joe Chi flex on his old <laughs> <Joe> teammates. <laughs> uh, that's On's the guy watch. whose
2: name is uh, Z-H-O-U. Yeah.
0: The
1: New yeah.
2: Rockets Chinese player. Is just, he good? Uh, no one knows. Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer thinks he's good.
1: He's, yeah. He's tall. He's, he's tall, tall and he's long.
2: Yeah, isn't he
0: like seven um, two or something like that? he
2: even plays like five to ten minutes a game he's gonna be a captain at the all-star game <laughs> that is a segue into our first discussion
0: today <laughs> all-star game it's finally interesting now i don't know about that <laughs> okay we'll get that that just a second hit us with that format johnny okay so all-star game is no longer strictly west versus east There's still going to be 12 players from the West and 12 players from the East, but the way they're going to be organized is by team captains. And how that works is whoever got the most votes total out of each conference is the captain, and then they're going to pick their starters from the five pick from the East and five pick from the West as the starting lineups, and then they're going to pick their benches off of the remaining all-star vote-getters. So... Joe Chi is going to be the captain. Of the team, <laughs> if he is
2: even remotely good. And I make that joke because Yao Ming was voted for the All Star game every year of his career.
0: He's going to have to fight Zaza Petrulia for that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> thankfully, the NBA um, doesn't just use the fan vote for the starters <laughs> Thank anymore. God. There's. The fans, the players, coaches, and media, right? There's four different sections. Yeah,
0: it's 50% fans, and then 25% media, 25% players, I think.
2: Even though Jochi would probably, if he's actually okay as an NBA player, which we'll get to later... (laughs) Um, even if he got the number one in the fan vote, that still would not be enough. Okay, I'd Like Zaza, but Giulio to get him on the all-star team, or in this case, to be the
1: captain. I forgot about that. I forgot about the Zaza thing. Yeah, okay, enough Joe Chi. <laughs> Trent, what did you think whenever they announced this? I mean, I got really excited. I mean, it's LeBron versus Curry. It's Banana Boat versus the Warriors. I think that's what everybody wants. You think that's what it's going to be? <laughs> I mean, other than Chris Paul, that's kind of why I wish they would have just went twenty-four and let the players pick uh, across conferences.
2: Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. Well, I guess
1: they can do that. I'm, that's not what I meant. I meant uh, just get rid of the voting. Just, yeah. Just yeah. Do I wish the that the,
2: the team captains just got to pick the entire team. Like, if the
0: whole the whole All Star <laughs> vote was just for the captains, then they could pick anybody in the league. Yeah, and Derek
2: yeah. Rose would have been LeBron's first pick. <laughs> no,
1: no, man. He would have so picked James out. Jones and Damon Jones and all those guys that he's boys with. I mean, like, come on. That's what we want, right? We, we all want to see LeBron and Sogasquez play in an
2: All-Star Game.
1: Is there – I was thinking
0: about, like, Warriors versus Banana Boat. Is Who would be the fifth man in the Banana Boat lineup? It's LeBron, Wade, Mello, Paul. James Arden. <laughs> hard,
2: no
1: man, LeBron's, LeBron's still sore, like literally from getting hit in the in the groin. What from, about? From
2: I was gonna make it really bad Chris Bosh <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was, I, was Chris Bosch. I was gonna say Chris Bosh. I fr- Bosch, was gonna say Chris Bosh. I was I about sad. it,
2: but then yeah, that is really sad. Chris Bosh obviously is retired from the NBA for health reasons. Um, the fifth man in the banana boat, Kevin Love, right? Kevin Love, best noted I'm, best friend I, of LeBron James.
1: I made that joke to Will immediately after the news broke, was how sad is Kevin Love going to be when LeBron, like, doesn't pick him? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he goes right. last. <laughs> it's going to happen. He's going to go last. He's going to get voted in. Like, the coaches will make sure Kevin Love gets in, but I don't have any faith LeBron picks I don't
2: him. think that he'll be on LeBron's team.
0: <laughs>
1: I, no, that's what I mean. I don't yeah. think he's going to You pick said him. he'll
2: get picked last. I just don't think he's going to be on the team at all. I think, I, I think that he'll be on the other team.
0: I can imagine LeBron not wanting <laughs> to pick him, but then, like, the other team picks him with like their ninth or tenth pick, and LeBron being like, "Bro, it was the next pick. I was gonna get you in the next pick." <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Anyway, this might actually make us watch the All Star game, but it's definitely gonna make us watch the fucking selection show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'd pay money to watch the selection show. That's I'm gonna, stupid. That's going to be a
1: lot of fun to watch the selection show. How are they going to do it? Are they going to do it like, uh, like the Bachelor Dude, it's gonna or like, gonna like have the it's going to be like some decision. sort
2: of blob? They're going to get the guy, Jim Gray, <laughs> is that his name? <laughs> no, shoot. I don't even... Is he still alive? Oh, uh, yeah. He's, oh, fuck. I hope he's still alive. Doesn't he do, like,
0: boxing mainly now or something? I don't know what he does. I don't, he's like I don't even actor. know. He's,
2: yeah, I he's, know he's garbage.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Airport. I don't know. I can't
2: remember if he's alive or dead now. Now I'm like, he's, joke, al- I'm making he's the joke. alive. He's you alive. You guys have got to I'm stop catfishing me about whether or not people are alive or dead.
3: Oh my Vin God. Finn Baker,
2: for those of you who are wondering, definitely <laughs> alive from that first episode right I mean, that Finn Baker joke.
1: Man, I forgot. That was a Ron Baker, Baker song.
2: Deep cuts. We've had six episodes now, podcast friends.
0: Okay, just pulled up his Wikipedia. Yes, Jim Gray is alive. All right. Where does, does he it work? say he's a
1: hack in there? Or? He says he's
0: with Showtime, Fox, and Westwood One. Whatever okay, that Westwood is. Westwood One. Is the,
2: uh, Lakers channel.
0: Lakers channel? Oh, okay. a,
1: isn't that radio? No, radio. Yeah, it's, a, it's a radio,
0: yeah. Okay, so. Alright, with this, uh, the new All Star team captains. Who do you guys think is going to be picked very last? Um, so we're Kevin picking Love. the twenty-fourth best yeah. All Star according to the two captains. <laughs> the, er, yeah, <laughs> just the person that they're both trying to avoid. Like LeBron's like, "No, you take him," and Curry's like, "No, you take him." Kyle <laughs> Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Uh, yeah,
3: he's wow. a really corny
0: little dude,
2: <laughs> and the Rockets hated him, and I'm pretty sure that he is not well liked. I don't. I'm not basing that on much.
0: But you, you, still, you still got Kevin Love, Trent?
1: I'm trying to think. I don't think um, Kevin Love
2: makes the All-Star team. He
1: that, made it last year. I know there's
0: not a lot of competition in the Eastern
1: Conference. Yeah.
0: But
2: He'll
1: make
0: it. He would have to suffer a serious drop-off. He doesn't make it in this in this Eastern Conference that lost, like, six stars Yeah. He'll make it. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't
3: think I'm trying, that he would be the last the, pick.
2: I think that he would be picked way sooner than that.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. If the OKC stuff goes bad, I mean... Would it be funny if Westbrook got picked? Like, nobody like, ah, it's okay. I mean, Westbrook you know what is I mean? going to be
2: one of the two team captains. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't no, know about it'll team be Curry. captains, <laughs> it'll but
0: he'll be... be in the starting line. It'll be funny if he gets picked last among the starters.
2: Yeah,
1: that, it'll, it'll that be, Curry be Curry be and LeBron. Me,
2: but I, I don't think it'll be Curry and LeBron. I think that people are souring on Curry. You think so?
1: Who? Yeah.
2: Who would but, be the lead vote getter then in the in the West? I mean, who, who led the votes last year? It was, was LeBron it Curry? It
1: was Curry? Westbrook, I think. Curry. No, I Curry. Was... Westbrook didn't even start.
0: I think
2: it, Westbrook I think didn't
1: it start. Was. Yeah,
0: Westbrook didn't start. Oh, that's true. Let me see. Uh,
1: <clears throat> there was like a big so story in the ESPN media, about it how the
0: tip on Westbrook. It's not the fact. Yeah, it was. It was LeBron and Curry. Okay. Well, yeah, it's I mean, just the media.
2: Well, you know, not to, to to, earlier, not to go so back I to not to go back to ride
0: for Westbrook for like a moment, there, like a <laughs> Okay, so. My pick for who's going to be chosen last, I feel bad because I think he's going to have a bounce-back year, but there has to be something wrong with this season. It can't go perfectly well. I think it's going to be LaMarcus Aldridge. I think he's going to have a bounce-back year, but something has to go wrong for him because that's just LaMarcus Aldridge's nature. He has to be upset about something, and I think it's going to be that he's picked last yes, in the All-Star game. <laughs> heard it here first. The Western LaMarcus Conference
2: Aldridge. has added Jimmy Butler, and has added... Paul George and his added Carmelo Anthony and John Lugo thinks that Lamarck (laughs) is fucking Aldridge. He's going to make the all-star team. He's going to be... I will actually bet my life that he doesn't. You can kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Aldridge is one of the 12 Western Conference all-stars. I've never been more short of anything in my entire life.
0: He's (laughs) going to be one of the best players on one of the best teams.
2: Two things that
1: I disagree with. He was that last year and he didn't make it in though.
0: Yeah, but last year he was just—last year was such a forgettable year. This is a contract year. He wants to be good again. That's
1: I guess we'll good. talk about it with the Spurs stuff coming up. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so I'm definitely watching. Definitely watching selection game. Probably gonna watch the All Star game.
1: Does uh does Boogie yeah, we'll be make before. the All Star game? The what? Does, does uh does Demarcus All-Star Cousin game? make it?
0: Um, I think he has a better chance than Aldridge. Does Boogie make the All Star game? I don't know. He's not going to be a star, so that would rely on the coaches voting him in, and that depends on if New Orleans is any good. Or
2: I could see another scenario where Anthony Davis goes down early, and he's like the only good player on their team, and he just averages like ungodly <clears throat> stats.
1: Wait, how does the how does the picks work? Do they have to pick the starters first? Yeah,
2: yeah, they're picking five yeah. five.
1: Yeah, that's the... dumb. <laughs>
2: Wait, Is it the fan voted starters, or no, they yeah, just get to so. pick their top five?
0: The, the only, the only, yeah, it's the fan voted starters, but they're not the fight. All ten that the fans voted for picked. are eligible to be picked. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, I see. We're like two years away from all twenty-four up yeah. for pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That'll happen, and they'll probably start playing with a red, white, and blue ball too. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Okay, you guys ready to move on to
0: OKC?
2: Yeah. Let's yes. talk some yes. OKC. Our <laughs> All right. favorite discussion topic.
0: <laughs> All right. So that sounded sarcastic. <laughs>
1: Hashtag not my MVP.
0: <laughs> OKC, as we talked about last week, signed Westbrook to an extension, a big ass extension, five years, two hundred five million, I think. And as a result of one of the of the of that extension, Paul George. Said that the extension is definitely going to be a factor in him deciding where he's going to play when he has to sign another contract next summer. I think you guys have called bullshit on this already. Yeah, it's it's complete bullshit. (laughs) No, what what else is Paul
2: George going to say? Like, oh, no, I don't give a fuck about Westbrook signing an extension. I'm definitely going to go play for the Lakers. No, of course he's not going to say that. Even if, like, he has that tattooed on his chest, (laughs) he's not taking the t-shirt off to show us.
1: (laughs) I mean he was probably scrolling through LA residential areas like as he was answering that question. So like as like, like, oh. he pull up
0: as he pulls up his sleeve, there's a Lakers <laughs> tattoo there. And then he's like, No, no, it's still it's still I haven't decided yet. And then he pulls off his shirt and it says, No, seriously, I'm joining the Lakers. No. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, seriously. If you look at the watch, the inscription on the underside of his Rolex it says, I love Longa Ball. <laughs> So, no, this is, the. It, I mean, it's like the lip service that people pay when they're like, uh, the, the the vote of confidence for a coach on a team who's doing poorly. Of course, like, what yeah. is the GM going to say? Yeah, if he loses again, I'm going to fire him. No, yeah. of course you're not going to say that. He's, yeah. He would be so stupid. I mean, almost as stupid as sending Dick Pearson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: of course he What's needed stupider? to get that out there. <laughs> <laughs> What's more stupid, sending dick pics over Snapchat or just saying I'm going to LA next season? The dick pics still more stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trent, what I mean, I, I don't. Do you think that there's that any ounce of truth to what Paul George said?
1: I mean, I think maybe like 25. percent I really don't think, uh, unless they make like the NBA Finals, he's going to stay in Oklahoma City. I mean, it's pretty obvious that he wants to go to Los Angeles. I just and feel he's already physically he's done Ill, the small you market said, thing. Make the NBA
3: finals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, think it will happen. But I'm just saying, like, that's probably what it would take. I think he's done the small market thing in Indiana. I don't think he really wants to do that anymore. Um, I think he would just rather play in LA with Lonzo and maybe LeBron. And
2: we'll this see. is a smaller market now. That yeah, he
1: did
0: say <sighs> he had an interview. Earlier this week, or maybe last week, where he said that he doesn't mind playing in a small market and kind of took a shot at the Pacers because he made it sound like it's much more about having a competent organization, really. <laughs> and so, like he was, he was just he basically just said that he wasn't disagreeing with everything the Pacers have done over the past few years. And I mean, OKC, OKC was put on the spot; is they had to do something or else face facts that they were going to lose Russell Westbrook. And they traded away all their bad contracts for Carmelo Anthony and Paul George. So I think that's a sign of
1: competency right there. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you think that? You think that they felt um, urgency this offseason? Yeah, because, I mean, Westbrook only had one more year
0: left. I mean, what were they going to do? Just, like, let it pass and then say, hey, do you want to resign here so you can play with Oladipo and Sabonis and Doug McDermott?
1: I mean, those contracts would have run out. I, I don't. I don't, In like I four don't years. necessarily think Westbrook is gone. Well, <laughs> like I don't. I don't necessarily think he was leaving anyway. But I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I don't. I don't think he's like. I think part of it was like, just like giving a fluff answer. But I think there is an ounce of truth to it because I think if anything, he would have gone through the whole season wondering, if like if Westbrook couldn't commit, why would I commit? And then once the summer started being like, you haven't even signed your contract yet, so I'm just going to take that as, you don't really want to be here, and I'm going to bail. So, if anything, it gives a little bit of extra security. I don't know. I mean, that's completely different from whether or not he actually wants to be there, but I think I think it does help in a way.
3: Yeah.
1: I, can see I agree with that. Sure. I, I, yeah. yeah, it makes sense. I say, I mean, as why? Paul George
0: drives away <laughs> with a license plate that says LA 2018 on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, can
2: I make my first severe preseason overreaction? Yes, you can. Please,
3: please. Um,
2: without Russell Westbrook, Oklahoma City looked like hot garbage. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yes, they, terrible. they had two brand new players. Yes, those players were playing with Jeremy Grant, <laughs> Raymond Felton, and a bunch of other <laughs> trash can men. But <laughs> like it was like the, the worst of the Miami, oh, it's your turn for a possession oh it's yes, your turn for a possession exactly and I feel like that's going to be like that with Westbrook too they're just going to take turns because Billy Donovan is bad and yeah. he has no concept of what running a good offense looks like and they're
1: just going to take Kevin turns Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant's number one fan agrees with you Will <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this
2: is I am actually Donovan's Kevin Durant now this is Kevin Durant, <laughs> Kevin Durant like fake burner account right now
0: um, I've I don't know. I feel like we're kind of going a little too hard. I think I've, I've mentioned this before with you guys, but I feel like we're going a little bit too hard at Billy Donovan because he is kind of a new NBA coach, and in every year that he's been in OKC, he's, he's had to coach basically a different team. At first it was Durant and Westbrook, then it was just Westbrook, and now it's Westbrook, George, and Anthony. So my counterpoint to that is he looks like Count Chocula
2: and he's he five. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we're not going hard enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I'll say there are real issues still with their roster. I mean, Raymond Fellens, your are back a point guard, that's not going to work. Andre Robertson is basically unplayable on off. I mean, he just... Yeah. Uh, they he's going to be exposed. They, they changed it up, too. They guarded Chris Paul with Robertson and put Paul George on Harden, which I actually like better for Harden as a Rockets fan. Did you, did you
0: hear um, Chris Paul yell, Oh, hell no, whenever Robertson airballed a three-pointer? <laughs> Is that Chris? I mean,
1: I guess it was Chris Paul. Yeah,
0: I heard it. I heard it on TV. So. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was Chris Paul. Uh, what was um Andre Robertson? Shot a very wide open three. It was a complete <laughs> air ball. And as Chris Paul was going for the rebound, he just yelled out, oh, hell no.
1: <laughs> wow. I mean, the guy airballed free throws last year in the playoffs. I'm really mm-hmm. excited for the Chris
2: Paul era in Houston. <laughs>
1: Me too. Um,
2: are we ready for the Rockets first previews, or do we want to briefly talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers? Cavs, um,
3: yeah,
0: let's just go over Cavs that. real quick. Okay, so Teron Liu says that Love is probably going to be the starting center. I haven't really... How does the rest of the lineup look, then? It's going to be Love, LeBron... Is, is, is he moving him up to center so that Wade can be in the starting lineup? Is it going to be Rose, Wade, LeBron? I think I read it's Crowder.
2: this week that it was J.R. Smith, LeBron, Crowder, and
0: Love. Yeah. That's... I don't know how to feel about that. With Rose.
2: Because they don't want I think Wade it's... and Rose on the court at the same time, because it can't space the floor at all.
0: Are they trying to? Are they going to play Crowder at power forward? Because yeah. LeBron doesn't like playing in the post or anything.
2: What I read this week is that they are going to play Crowder a lot at power forward. Hmm. It's going to be a very soft lineup.
1: I think but... they're going to play five out on offense. Yeah, yeah they're going to
2: play five out. Um, yeah. If LeBron has a good shooting season, I could see that potentially working, but. Last season, Wade was not his best in the shooting department.
1: He was not. He was great. Before we're relieving wide open
2: from three again.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah in so. the playoffs, he was great from three.
2: Yeah, that's
0: true.
1: He was great. I, I think if he could continue doing what he did last season in the playoffs, then I think that it'll open up the floor for Rose, actually. I think Rose and Wade will have... They won't have too much trouble getting to the rim if you can just put them with shooters. I don't. I, I agree with John. You can't have them on the court together. I mean, they're just terrible. Yeah.
2: Um. I, did you in just in 2017 say that Dwayne or Derek, Derek Gross wasn't going to have trouble getting to the rim? Because <laughs> I feel like saying, that's a hot take.
1: If you if you spread well, I mean, like last year in New York, I mean, who was who was the other guard? Courtney Lee. Yeah, it's mean, not a great great shooter, and yeah. then you have uh, I mean, Noah. Yeah, center. Arm. There's not a lot of space. I think if you actually give him tons of space, like maybe he can score 14 points a game. I don't think that's unreasonable.
0: I mean, he's yeah. This yeah, the floor is going to be pretty spaced out for him. Probably the most spaced out for a team that he's ever been on. He can get to the rim. He you, you, we may see traces of his ACL out of the three point line, but he'll he'll get to the rim. And then have to miss the next four months.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so one more thing about the Kevin Love playing center thing. I have this this take about it that John and, and Trent think is stupid. Okay. But I think uh, I think Tyronn Lue saying that Love is going to play center is a very quick and easy way to assure Cavs fans that Kevin Love is not going to play well this season. And also he's not going to play in crunch time <laughs> because Dwayne Wade is on the team now and LeBron loves Dwayne Wade. So my take is that... Kevin Love is the starting center, much in the way that Jonas Valanciunas is the starting center for the Raptors. And what I mean by that is he's going to start the first quarter, and he's going to start the third quarter, and he's not going to see a ton of action late in the second or in the fourth quarter. He's not going to be in the crunch time lineup. They're going to bring Tristan Thompson back into the lineup for actual minutes that they care about. But the only problem with that is obviously that Wade is a spacing nightmare, so you either have to lose Wade or Rose. But I think that they'll just sit Rose on the bench too. And they'll have Wade pretty much being the point guard
0: at that point in the game. Wade or LeBron. So Wade, Smith, LeBron, Crowder, Thompson is the closing lineup, you think? Yeah. Until Isaiah's back.
2: uh, Obviously all of this is until Isaiah Thomas is back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I
2: don't like that. I don't like like the lineup either. I just don't think that they're going to have love out there at center. You can't play him at center. Did he suddenly develop rim protection over the summer?
1: No. He's gotten not gonna try to be a
2: rebounder each of the last three or four seasons.
0: I just think with his shooting, you can't afford to keep him on the bench. I just...
1: Yeah, Thompson was bad in the finals, too.
2: Thompson was bad in the finals.
1: Real bad. Yeah, yeah, he was. Okay, so...
0: Any other thoughts on that before we jump into you guys' Rockets?
1: Real quick, Will, do you think Kevin Love gets traded this season?
0: Yes, I finally think it happens.
2: Where? <laughs> to where? <laughs> to where? <laughs> to the Houston Rockets for Ryan Anderson. Oh my god. <laughs> no, that's not they're gonna not going to do okay, that. Okay, so here is my here is my actual point on this. I, I'm, I'm 100% serious, by the way. Kevin why? Love for
0: Ryan Anderson?
1: <laughs> no,
2: Kevin Love for Ryan Anderson <laughs> well, like two and like something else or something. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why is because the Cavs have been wanting Kevin Love to be Ryan Anderson for the past two or three seasons anyway. Why not pay a guy six or seven million dollars less per season to do the thing you actually want if they sit ryan anderson in crunch time nobody gives a shit because it's ryan anderson but he'll still hit the threes he's probably even a better three-point shooter than kevin love he definitely has deeper range but if that's all you want the guy for which i think is all they want him for why not actually get the guy who does that and and trim some of their giant
0: payroll. I mean, if they're looking to save money, they can just wait till LeBron leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> LA, I mean, that, that LA LeBron That I mean, that would be my counterpoint because, like, regardless of how bleak the odds look of retaining LeBron James, you still have to you still have to perform like there's a chance of keeping him. And if you trade Love for Ryan Fucking Anderson, that can, you're you're <laughs> shooting you're shooting yourself in the heart, not in the foot. <laughs> Okay,
2: so the only counterpoint is that Dan Gilbert, as we know, is a fan of short term quick loan solutions. <laughs> Dan Gilbert uh got rich off of uh payday loans, essentially, and bad mortgages, just for everyone who doesn't know. That was a joke about that. I have no other basketball points. I suggest we move on.
0: <laughs>
1: like, real quick, real quick, is uh is Kevin Love starting at center something LeBron wants? I've
0: um
2: I don't know. I didn't check his Instagram after Tyron loses. So <laughs> any know.
1: passive-aggressive tweets? Any passive-aggressive tweets from LeBron about Kevin Love playing five? I don't think so. I mean, I think you know who the coach is.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I, I yeah, I really don't know what to think about that. I mean, we'll just have to wait a few games into the season and see if LeBron is already being passive-aggressive about it. <laughs> he will be
1: <laughs> about something. He will be. A, uh,
0: yeah. Okay, so getting into the nitty-gritty now, the Houston Rockets, their 2017-2018 season. It's going to look a lot different than it looked last year, just for all the changes that they made. They have Chris Paul, and, I mean, they've made a whole lot of changes to the roster, but obviously Chris Paul's the biggest one. So let's just take a look at that for now. Um... We've spoken a little bit about it, me and Will, Trent. You tell us how you think Chris Paul and James Harden sharing the ball is going to look, and if you have any concerns about it.
1: I have absolutely zero concerns about. Really? it. Really, none. I have no concerns. I think. <laughs> Did you invent this lot... really quick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing I could think of is is uh, the pace at the end of games, but I don't understand this whole. Like oh, Chris Paul wants to beat the beat the ball into the ground and slow everything down. It's like Harden isn't he wasn't Steve Nash last season. Like they played fast, but Harden still did a lot of you know pounding the ball and stuff like that. I I just don't see that concern. The only thing I can think of is I guess is Harden's ego maybe. But it seems like Chris Paul everything he said and everything and the way he's played in the two pre I know it's preseason, but it seems like he's he's okay being the secondary playmaker when Harden's on the court. So, unless that changes, I don't really see why it would be a problem. I mean, they're two virtuoso basketball players. Virtuoso. They should be able to <laughs> I mean, to figure it out.
0: Yeah, I mean I I wonder I didn't look up any 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 I didn't look up this particular stat, but I wonder who is the better spot-up shooter and if that's any indicator. It's
2: Chris Paul. It's Chris, Paul. Chris, Paul's better
0: Chris every Paul is better in that category. Than Mark. Okay, so then by that by that measure, then it should be Harden handling the ball most of the time and Chris Paul it, waiting for his shot.
2: I think that it will be Harden handling the ball most of the time when they're both on yeah. the floor together because I think, for one, Chris Paul will be willing to put in the dirty work of running around picks and cutting. Yeah. Um, I also think that Chris Paul is a slightly smarter player and will be able to get open easier.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I know, one thing I never understood... That I don't necessarily think is a bad thing, but I mean Chris Paul. One of the best things about Chris Paul is something that the Rockets are very anti, and that's mid-range jumpers. Have that? Have they addressed that at all? Like how yeah. that's going to work? Is are they is, so? Like is everyone still on off mid-range limits except Chris Paul, or how is that going to work?
1: Well, they addressed it. I think. D'Antoni said he's not. he was like, well, I'm not going to stop one of the greatest mid-range shooters of all time from shooting <laughs> mid-range jump shots. That would be stupid. He was like, yeah, if the guy shoots a high percentage, then he can shoot there. But honestly, John, it's funny you mentioned that. He hasn't shot any in the first two preseason games. He has basically been a three-point spot-up shooter when he's not passing.
2: Okay, so that's a good point to bring up right there. Um, do you think that the Rockets and Chris Paul and Harden, in, in general and specifically, are going to keep chucking the way they did in these preseason. Is it just preseason oh. the reason why they're just firing up these shots, or are we really going to see 53-point attempts regularly from the Rockets?
1: In the, in the regular season, yeah. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see why they wouldn't. I think when you add Chris Paul, you're going to have more open looks for guys like Eric Gordon, for like Ryan Anderson, um, Ariza. The, the moment Ariza the moment that Eric. stuck out to me was that there was a fast break,
0: the moment specifically that made me think Mike D'Antoni is not fucking around this year <laughs> was that there was a fast break that ended with Luke and Mute taking a three yeah, and, and and making it.
2: <laughs> is he got the green light to shoot? We're yeah, get that, like that's like a bullet point we have later on, but we'll just cover it now. If he and PJ Tucker can like drill at like an even below average NBA rate threes, like. I'm gonna like come out of my seat with excitement because we're gonna <laughs> win the NBA championship. Okay, let's calm <laughs> I <don't, it> down. <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't. I don't know if we'd win the title, but I think that we would easily win 63 games, which is what I think they'll win anyway. But so I just think um, that if
2: you if those two guys specifically, we know that Ariza and Gordon and Anderson and Harden and Paul can hit threes. If if Mbamute and PJ Tucker. Can hit open threes, then there's no reason that they can't play against the Warriors. Or well, Tucker, Tucker's always Tucker's been a decent three-point shooter,
1: hasn't he? Yeah, Tucker's a good shooter. Yeah, but
2: he's going to have it at a volume he's probably not used to this yeah.
1: year. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's going to be wide open. I mean, yeah. like, he these is going like, to be open. These so are fucking open. Andre
2: Roberson open looks. Like, yeah, he yeah. Was,
0: yeah, he's, yeah, he's not going to know what to do with himself. He's so used to passing to DeMar DeRozan or Kyle Lowry. He's going to be, like, wide open wondering, what the hell do I do from here?
1: Yeah, no, I, I thought the same thing, though, John. When Whenever I saw him Bamute shoot threes, I was like, is he a shooter now? And then I was like, is this just because Doc Rivers told him not to shoot? Like, what is yeah. the... I don't Where is the, like, has he always been, I don't think he's always been a three-point shooter, but I mean, I remember him hitting some last season. I wonder if it was like a Doc Rivers thing, it's like, don't shoot those shots, and man, D'Antoni is like the ultimate enabler.
2: Yeah, and speaking of that, I thought maybe this year that Eric Gordon was going to have kind of a down year because he had so much success last season, and it kind of culminated with him kind of disappearing in the playoffs and Lou Williams overshadowing him, but through a couple preseason games, my man is in full-on heat-check chuck mode. He will let it fly from anywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's really. This team is really pushing the limits, and I
2: like it. The I only mean, problem is when it when the when the shots aren't falling, like in some of the playoff games last year, it is really ugly, and it can be it can whenever, get against a team like the Spurs, it can get ugly so fast. Whenever
0: they miss, whenever they have one of their rough shooting nights, it's. It's kind of understandable, there's there's easy ways to look at what went wrong, but I've, I think it's going to be different this year, because I think it, everyone's going to think it's a pleasant surprise early on, just like, oh, Luke Mbamute can make threes now, yeah. and then in the playoffs he's going to go like oh for 6, and it's going to be like, what the fuck is going on, why are we letting Mbamute make threes, yeah. or shoot threes at least, and miss them all?
2: That's the trouble, I think.
1: Yeah. So. I think with the Spurs, though, is a special case because of the way they were playing the Rockets. I don't think they can play that way against the Chris Paul. I mean, they just can't. He, he'll he eat them up in the mid-range jumpers. And then I, I don't think they can do like a specialized, like, well, when Chris Paul has the ball, then you know don't drop down as far. It's like, that'll be too confusing. I yeah. think at some point Even Harden for them, will take advantage of that.
3: Yeah. yeah I mean, so I was like that Chris Paul be...
2: is one of the best mid-range shooters of all time because it just it opens oh, up. Oh, do you? <laughs> I do like it. It opens up the yeah, court I've... for Capella. Uh, Capella is gonna get like, he might average twenty points a game just on dunks. Nah. Okay, <laughs> 15, 15,
1: maybe. He's swole now. They're
0: gonna bro. okay. They're gonna win the championship. Capella's gonna average twenty points a <laughs> okay, game. Luka Doncic is gonna shoot forty-eight percent from three. Forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, that would be an NBA record with like the minimum attempts. That would be a record. Um, Capella already averages like eleven or twelve points
0: per game. Yeah, so, he's a good center. He's really good. Is he? He's okay. Okay, so what? So what? Okay, first let's address the PJ Thuc- Tucker thing that <laughs> that Will has on uh, here. Okay,
2: so I'm gonna do my first before we get impression. into Capella. <laughs> Was she a great big fat person? <laughs> That's my Buffalo Bill impression. Oh, asking God. about PJ Tucker and his big old fat ass. PJ Tucker looks so out of shape. I also made a nah. joke the other day that he looks like an extra from The Wire. He just don't, like he doesn't look like a guy you should mess around with, but he also looks like he eats like five or six cheeseburgers every day right before the game. <laughs> I'm hoping that it was just training camp weight, but I don't know. He's fat as shit right now. It, it was cool, though. I liked him. He was good, because especially standing next to Trevor Ariza, who always looks like he should eat five or six cheeseburgers,
0: <laughs> I mean, I think Tucker's just a chunky person. Yeah, I think that's just I think he's just a chunker he's just a, he's just he's just a deceptively athletic person without how, with how big he is. You forget that he can move he looks
2: like if Boris diaw grew up in America
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but I mean yeah the p j Tucker signing that was really, really good i'm I'm not sure if the contract will look that good by the second half of it, but for now. That's a steal, really. Well, they managed to, to get. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're in it, so why not?
1: I like. Well, I, hoping I, like he. He's doing the Mavericks thing. He's like hoping something breaks right. And it and could. I end mean, end it could. It very well could.
0: I mean, sign, I mean, trading for Chris Paul and signing PJ Tucker is better than waiting for all the free agents to pass and then signing Chandler Parsons for six games over three years or whatever he played with the Mavericks. I think he meant the Mavericks yeah. thing from when they won the championship John. <laughs> oh, did he? Yes. Yeah, I meant
1: 2011 Mavericks.
2: When they got lucky because of injuries and people
0: playing poorly and Dirk going on LeBron. the God streak that he went on. For the LeBron. They were just LeBron. all hot and LeBron got scared.
2: And LeBron having his Celtics game six re-meltdown series thing. Yeah,
1: it was like three straight games of bad basketball from one of the greatest basketball players. And also, like, from a karmic
2: perspective, Dwayne Wade had already robbed Dirk of a championship one time. (laughs) I
1: guess. Wade was phenomenal in that series, though. Yeah, he was. Okay, so, um,
0: he brought up, Will brought up Capella earlier. It feels like you have a beef with him.
2: I just, I, I don't get why people think that he's good. He's not young. particularly good on defense He is young that's, I think that's a large part of it Is that he's young and he's really tall But he's not very good on defense He commits a ton of stupid ass fouls mm. He's not particularly strong Which apparently he addressed over the summer One of our lovely training camp stories Is that, <laughs> is that Clint Capella is big as fuck now And that's cool Like I mean he is bigger that he's He actually bigger. finishes dunks He kind of looks like Dwight Howard now Like physically <laughs> Except like 5 or 6 inches
0: taller <laughs> okay, Trent. Uh, yes. Will wrote down on his notes: Should the Rockets try and trade for someone like Andre Drummond? That was if, actually
2: Trent's idea. Stole my oh, take. Was it?
0: That was your yeah, I, take. I didn't say. This
2: I didn't say Will's take is this. This is our <laughs>
0: document. So who else would I think it came from? He shared it with Trent, man. <laughs> Just a minute ago. Wow.
1: <laughs> um, this is too. Okay, yeah, I, Trent, I think tell it's us about it. I don't know if they can get Kevin Love and Andre Drummond. But...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that they could get Kevolo, man. I, I, I wish. Think, I think it would be a good deal for them. Well, let's go back to the Rockets, though. I think I, Andre
1: Drummond. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. I think Andre Drummond is possible. Uh, Will brought up a good point when I brought it up to him that his free throws are uh, terrible. Like he's like thirty percent or something. Yeah. So it'd be like Dwight again, and I think it, Capella, it would, least, it would be way worse than Dwight, even. Yeah, I fifty like percent. And Capella's like 55%, so it's not that bad, so it, it, I don't, they don't really hack him that much.
0: Um, I think about Capella, and I think about Drummond, and I think I'd rather have Capella. Capella reminds me so much of Drummond, except a whole lot cheaper.
2: Uh, Capella doesn't rebound well. Like yeah. For his size, yeah. he's not a good rebounder.
0: I mean, for what their roles would be in Houston, I think he fills it out pretty well. And if you take on Drummond, you're taking on a max contract commitment. You know who I would love the Rockets to trade for? Kevin Love. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. <laughs>
1: yeah, DeAndre Jordan. I thought about that
2: They're too. not going
0: to trade <laughs> would... for everybody, Will. <laughs>
2: no, I mean, I mean but uh, j- basically it, I base it on what you just said about how Andre Drummond would pretty much fill the role of Capella, and Capella's going to fill the role of... Phil, uh, he's not going to feel the role. <laughs> this isn't like a role that someone baked in the oven. <laughs> he's going to fill gonna the role. He's going to fill the DeAndre Jordan role, except he's going to be way worse on defense and not a very good finisher around the rim. So it would be great if the Clippers start like 5-14 and 14 and want to dump that big-ass contract. Ryan well, Anderson think... to the Clippers with Capella. Done.
1: I think Capella, no. <laughs> I think Capella is a better defender than Drummond right now.
2: Yeah, that's why I want DeAndre Jordan instead of Drummond.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it'd be great. DeAndre DeAndre Jordan is a all star, though. <laughs> yeah, DeAndre I mean, Jordan's one of I... the best centers in the league. Yeah, that's why Andre <laughs> yeah.
2: Drummond is probably available. That's been like the rumor the well, past couple seasons with Sam Van Gundy is that like take him. Yeah, personally. the Pistons
0: definitely definitely shopped Drummond
1: at the last trade deadline. <laughs> How about but... Boogie? Any chance Pelicans thing explodes? Do we I want don't... Boogie Cousins on this no. team?
0: No, I don't. Kind of the same way that I said that trading love would mean it's over for LeBron, I think trading cousins would say it's over for Anthony Davis. I think a lot of oh, people yeah. already
2: think that,
1: though. Yeah, people would think he's gone.
0: Yeah, but these front offices have to work like that's not true. <laughs> that's true. Dell Dems needs his his paychecks.
3: Yeah. You
1: better not, otherwise he's going to end up like the Indiana GM. <laughs> 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 All
2: right. Yeah. Um, one other – we have several other things on yeah, here. Yeah, let's I, keep going. The next thing is I wrote a joke that's Rockets-related <laughs> – but I don't really remember what the punchline was or the context, so I'm not going to say the joke. Just know that it was funny when I wrote it down, but I don't know why I didn't write down enough of it to think of it again.
0: Will's working on his comedy. <laughs> Maybe we can add more into, <laughs> into the next podcast. Sorry. I write some of these jokes ahead of time. <laughs> okay, so uh, Will, you also wrote something... or Trent, do you have a comment about Will's comedy?
1: <laughs> no, not about his comedy, but about the Rockets. I... I talked to Will about this a little bit. I think I talked to you, too, John, about it. I think the where this team will separate itself from the Thunder and from the Spurs is their bench is going to absolutely melt faces on offense. They are going to come. They, I mean, they are going to be killing second units. I, I can already imagine, like, Chris Paul playing against the 76ers backups. Just,
2: <laughs> it's going to be Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, Luke Mbombe, PJ Tucker, and, and maybe Nene. even Ryan Anderson, like, or Nene or Ryan Anderson in the center. It doesn't really matter who you put in center in that lineup.
1: I mean, <laughs> it's just it's it's insane. It's and in, they, they they were one of the best benches last year with Lou Williams and Eric Gordon. I mean, I yeah. can't imagine what's going to be like with Chris Paul and Eric Gordon out there.
2: And that that is the main reason why I think that the Rockets will still dust Oklahoma City in the playoffs. Is last year, as soon as Westbrook came off the court, Oklahoma City gave up like ten and fifteen point leads every time to the Rockets. Yeah. And even though they have some mitigation of that with Carmelo and Paul George, like the Rockets are going to have Chris Paul on the court. So that's counteracted. And then the, the other guys for the Thunder are going to be Jeremy Grant and a bunch of stiffs no one's ever heard of.
1: Also, I really have a problem with the media saying we gave up a lot for Chris Paul. I mean, Harold didn't play down the stretch the last season. You Decker love didn't play. Harold. <laughs> did, I didn't, like
2: Montrose. They, they didn't play a no. lot like, down the stretch, no. They no, no they didn't.
1: No, I mean, did. I
0: thought they barely gave up anything at all for Chris Paul. Since no, this is I'm the, about the stuff media. Has
2: happened. People <laughs> yeah. have been making it seem like the Rockets gave up a ton in comparison, which I think is fair. I
0: mean, There's, they gave up more players, not <laughs> as much talent. Like,
2: who's the best player they got traded this summer?
1: Um, what you, Chris Paul? Like
2: in any of the big deals? No, 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 Chris Paul. not. Not the star that the, the the players that teams gave up. Like Jimmy Butler oh. went for Zach Levine and Chris Dunn.
0: Oladipo. Oladipo's
2: yeah, Ol- got to be the best player, right?
1: Or Beverly? All team? All for? Uh, was he all team? Oh all no, it's
2: Beverly averaged eight points a game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, but that was his role. I mean, we don't really know what he can do if you give him more shots. I just
2: said, I think career wise, you can't say that Patrick Beverly is better than Victor Oladipo.
1: Maybe I think you can. Well, who would you rather have on your team? Oladipo. Oladipo
2: really also <laughs> Patrick yeah, Beverly I'd... has been oh, very man. injury prone he's like 5 years older and he's never averaged more than 8 or 9 points a game in the
1: NBA yeah but he's gonna give you something every night consistently I mean, and, I mean like, Oladipo's, Oladipo's a good defender, defender too <laughs> yeah, he's a fine defender <laughs> he's not he's not as good as Beverly and he's not as good a shooter as Beverly either Yeah,
0: he's not as good as a spot up shooter as Beverly but Oladipo can create stuff for himself if he has to yeah
2: so, That's true. Okay, who do we think is going to progress the most on the Rockets roster? Who do we think is going to regress the most?
1: I'll let you answer, Trent. Yeah, you can
0: go
2: ahead, Trent.
1: Uh, is this, like, numbers-wise or just, like, as a player? Just generally, like, yeah, just over the course holistic, of the season. It's a
2: holistic value.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess Capella. I, I don't expect much difference in, to progress? in the way. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think Harden is going to get – like noticeably better as a bat I mean as I think he's already you know top 5 yeah, shout out to ESPN I don't think he
2: can get better Yeah well, I mean I think Harden will be
1: better. Yeah I think Harden will be better on defense because he won't have to expend all his energy ball handling this season
3: Yeah
1: Um I think that will help also people forget how long he is and when they have Mbamute and Tucker on this court like they're very long they're a very long team now Um I think Capella, though I think Chris Paul makes his life easier um, I, I, he obviously gained weight. I think that'll help him with endurance and stuff like that. And I, I think that he's probably the most likely candidate to improve as a basketball player.
0: Yeah. I mean, I thought the same too. I mean, his job got a lot easier. He got the, the team added the, probably the best player in the league at throwing up lobs. And that's exactly what he has to do to, to, to succeed on this team. So he came out of this looking like a real winner anyone that you think will regress
1: um i mean i think ariza will regress but i'm not sure if that's fair i think he'll just have less minutes which i uh, finally he plays too many minutes
2: as soon as you asked that i also thought ariza ariza um he's been in the league for a long time he came to the league when he was 19 he only played one year at ucla and he's just he's got a lot of really hard minutes on his body cuz he's been like the defensive stopper for his entire career and he had a good year last yeah. year again. He's going to be open a lot, but I just feel like hopefully with PJ Tucker and Luka Mute, he's less tired, but like they like he's been played the shit out of the last 3 years on the Rockets. Yeah. For... I still
1: think I still think he'll guard the other team's number 1, but I think it's it'll be nice to have for him to have some help in that end of the four. I
0: think Will's favorite player Ryan Anderson is not gonna look like that. Not gonna look as great. And Will has already said before that last year was his worst year in, in like his career. Or five years, yeah.
1: I don't know how how much worse can he get him. He's gonna be wide open. Well, I mean, in the first season open. game,
2: he injured his hip. <laughs> <laughs> he's I mean, he's already he's I, a,
1: I, I don't know how
0: severe that is, but yeah, already severe. dealing with injuries. And I think I think he's just gonna be shut out. Like if I am Houston and my My five that I'm playing the most is gonna be Harden is for sure gonna be Harden, Paul, and Capella and then the two forward spots. I I want I want Tucker and Ariza out there, not not Ryan Anderson. I I think
1: think Tucker was the Warriors, you're fucked. Yeah. Tucker Tucker was literally brought in to guard Draymond Green. (laughs) Like you can I mean it's it's the perfect. He's gonna live inside of his jersey. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean that is that is exactly why they brought him was so he could guard Draymond and switch on to Curry.
2: The problem is that the rockets have no one to guard Curry and Thompson.
1: Yeah. I think Ariza Ariza will guard Thompson and Paul will guard Curry. Then who's on Durant? I I, I guess Harden, I guess. <laughs> that, really I mean, you can't really hide I mean
3: <laughs> I guess he'll hide mean, him, I guess. But yeah. I think like, he's I think you'll probably guard Clay. I'll and... probably guard
1: Clay
2: or Iguodala, if in, if it's in, if it's the five death man lineup. Yeah,
1: yeah, we have to, let's do the death lineup. Who, what is the Rockets' answer for the death lineup?
2: The Rockets' answer is gonna be... I think it's the five I said. I think Gordon. I don't,
1: I don't know if Capella plays. Yeah, I don't know if Capella plays. Death lineup.
2: You might have Mute at, yeah. like, center and name only. I maybe. Think maybe some, I guess Tucker would technically be the center if he's the one matching up with Green.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think if Mbamute can shoot 35% from three He might be the guy on the four
2: Yeah, because he'll He could at least annoy Durant Like Durant yeah. could still get 30 on him every single night <laughs> <What>? but... <laughs>
1: Mbamute, Durant's the second best player in the NBA <laughs> Yeah,
2: like Generational talent Kevin Durant can shoot over anyone But Mbamute would at least make it annoying
0: Yeah, and especially Let's see here Oh wow um, I mean he didn't shoot it that much, but apparently Umba Mute averaged thirty-nine percent from three last year. If he does that with
2: volume, the Rockets are winning a championship here to your first.
0: <laughs> I heard everything from you first. You've already laid out like ten different scenarios where they do something big. <laughs>
2: it's the Rockets for you. I'm sorry that I'm hyperbolic. <laughs> You're gonna tell us how good DeJounte Murray is in a few minutes, and I'm gonna have trouble not falling out of my chair from rolling my eyes
0: so hard. <laughs> You're just saying that to make yourself feel better. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> I just think um, with the Ryan Anderson thing, I just thought I didn't even think about the Warriors' death lineup. That's going to be hilarious to like. I mean, last year he had to guard Aldridge and Gasol, and he looked winded. It's like how is was looked <laughs> winded guarding 39 year old Paul Gasol. <laughs>
2: You're yeah, guard Kevin
0: Durant now. Okay, <laughs>
1: yeah, so.
2: Get
1: dunked on. He's definitely my player to regress. Unless he's like super hot, he's not closing out games.
2: No, I don't even think if he's super hot, he's closing out games.
1: Well, he did last season. I think he played in that game they beat when they beat the Warriors in Oakland. I think he played really well in that game, so I think he closed that one out. But I don't know. I don't think he. I don't think he closes out this season. I think we just have too many too many good wings. I just don't see how.
2: And uh, Ryan Anderson shot like thirty seven percent from three last year. It's not like he's yeah. like setting the league on fire.
1: Right, that's what I mean. Like unless he's super hot, I don't see yeah. how he closes. He will not play center this year again. Thank goodness. Yeah. That was terrible in the first <laughs> series. So. All right, are okay. we
2: done with the Rockets or we having oh, else? Hold
0: on. No, we have. You you addiction. wrote down how do the new foul rules hurt Harden? Uh, no. what did you think about that?
3: <laughs>
2: you don't think they hurt Harden?
0: No, uh, absolutely not. Okay. I mean Why? I think he'll be caught in it, but I don't think it's going to happen as often as it would have happened if the rule was implemented last year because he has Chris Paul around, and that's an easy way to bail yourself out if you're in that situation.
2: True, true, true. I just uh I thought that because I was reading Zach Lowe's League Pass Rankings, and he mentioned that he thought that Harden would, like, lose a little bit because of that. But bringing up just Ball, a and the fact share, that Ball's
1: just there, a, a slight oh, shave man. of his productivity. I don't productivity. think he did it... He didn't really do it that much before last season. Are we talking about the three-point ones, Yeah, right? we're talking about Yeah, before. yeah. Yeah, he didn't really do it before last season so much, so I don't think it's that big of an issue. So you think right? he was like, just
2: adjusting to the climate of that being called all the time and that he can easily switch back to not doing that?
1: I think he did it a few times last season at the beginning, and they started calling it, and he was like, okay, well, I can do this a lot because I'm yeah. left handed and guys always reach over my arm so he kept doing it and he kept getting the call so why would you stop? I mean I don't blame him at all.
2: Yeah I think it's like on a video game where you can you find a cheese and you just do it until they patch it and now it's been patched and I think Arden can find another way because he's better
1: Yeah than I'm most, not concerned almost
2: every For, single player in the league at yeah. creative ways to score. He really is I, I qualify I mean, that best. with the at creative ways to
0: score.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's one of the best uh ball handlers in the league too. Yeah. So that'll be fine.
0: Okay, so uh, we had a couple questions. My friend Ozzy Santos, who I know from Del Rio, who I have to give a shout-out to because he plays Splatoon with me on the Switch. <laughs> it's Woo! a really great game. Check it out. <laughs> uh, better than League of Legends, for sure. Um, he asked a couple questions. We kind of answered the first one. It says, do the Rocket Or, no, we, we kind of directly answered the second one. Does Chris Paul run the point majority of the game or do they split touches... And so, we kind of came to the consensus that's going to be more James Harden handling the ball right, and Chris Paul opening up more as a shooter?
2: I think so, because Chris Paul's better at shooting from anywhere on the court.
1: Do you think so, Trent? I just, I really like uh, Harden doing the first, the initial pick and roll, and then if the defense collapses on him, swinging out to Chris Paul. If Chris Paul is a shy, shoots it. If he doesn't, they do a secondary pick and roll. I just don't see why you would not do that. That seems like the best offense they have.
3: Yeah.
0: And then his first, his original question was, do the Rockets shoot as many threes as they did last year or shoot less of them? It's going to go way the fuck up. (laughs) Way more.
1: Way more open
2: threes. Way more threes and more mid-range. They're letting (laughs) Luke and
0: Bamute shoot fast break threes. This is chaos.
2: (laughs) If that happens in a real game, I might, like, die. (laughs) If Luke and Bamute get to Chandler Parsons in transition three from a few years ago... Oh my god. That's what NBA 2K was actually good. He just swung into Parsons <laughs> on a fast break and wet it up from 30 feet. Who's the new Rockets owner? Uh, Tillman Fertitta. Fertitta. is the name. Tilburn Fertitta. He owns Landry's and like, Bubba Gump and all that shit. So he's... after
0: Luke Mbamute pulls off one of his best games of the year, he's going to call out that guy <laughs> from the stands and yell out Max are nothing bitches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just like Chandler Parsons did. Well, <laughs> If Fertitta is anything like his cousins, he'll try to lowball these players as much as he uh, can. He's not actually
2: related to them, you know. That. Is he not?
1: No. I read that he good. was. Are you sure?
0: Ah. Uh, Who are these people? I don't know what this is. Someone
2: Fertitta. Uh, is he related to the Fertita brothers? The Fertita brothers used to own UFC, and they recently sold it. Oh. I didn't. I was under the impression that that was no relation, and that it wasn't even spelled the same way.
1: No, it's definitely spelled the same way, I think. Let's oh,
2: okay. See. I don't know if they're related or not. I guess we'll have to check that now.
0: Okay. But we'll um, investigate.
2: There was nothing about any of that in any of the stories about him buying the team.
1: Hold on. I got it. Uh, let's see.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: he, he's like their third cousin. Oh, okay. Uh,
2: That's so weird that no one mentioned that. But do they chill? <laughs> <laughs> no, do I, they
1: chill? I, I think I read – I'm not sure, but I think I read that he asked them, like, about advice and stuff like that if, in this uh, deal. But I'm not sure. Okay. Weird. Yeah. So then
0: Chris Paul's not getting that Mac contract is what you No. <laughs> he's going to get
1: 50 and 50. 50,000 and 50,000 to show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So that just about does it for the Rockets. Okay. Real quick. Season record predictions, Will. What's uh, season record?
2: Let me do some math really quick. Uh sixty
1: five and seventeen. Oh, holy, oh, well okay then. <laughs> Trent. I thought Will was gonna go uh was gonna be the you know, Debbie Downer, but uh I think sixty three and nineteen is reasonable. Hmm. I think the
2: Rockets finished with the number one record. I don't think, Whoa. The, Warriors, I don't think the Warriors are going to give a fuck.
1: Bowl of predictions. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I was about to
0: say bold prediction, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think once the Warriors realize that they may lose it, they're going to kick it into gear.
2: That's a fair point. I think that... Do you agree that the Warriors will lose, like, eight of their first, like, 25 games?
3: No.
0: Why?
2: Just because they, like... I don't really care. It's like 17-8 and eight or something. That's still, I mean, it's still a good mark. I just... The, the West is way better.
0: Yeah. Uh, I could just
2: see them... They're going to have a lot more tough nights, especially on back-to-backs and stuff. I just... I could see them losing a little bit at the beginning of the season. Also, the Steve Kerr thing is, like, hanging over it.
1: I forgot about that. It's a good point. <laughs> no yeah. one's
2: really talked about it. I don't know if he's going to be the coach the whole season or if he, how he's doing. Is his spinal
0: fluid still leaking
2: into his yeah. body as we speak?
0: Yeah, no, no. I assumed everything was okay since we haven't heard about it, but I don't know. Um, I think that they'll go fifty-eight and twenty-four. I think, I think that they'll have some kings to work out at the beginning, but by the time the season is over, they're gonna, it's gonna they're gonna end the season on a huge run, and they're gonna look a lot better than fifty-eight and twenty-four.
2: You, what what record do you think that's good for? Do you think third, second?
0: I think they're gonna be second cool
3: okay I
1: think, I think second also i think the warriors won 70 games okay
0: end result where do they at the end of the season where are they going to be second round conference finals finals championship dynasty according
3: <laughs> do you
2: uh, do you want a real prediction or do you want me to continue being hyperbolic <laughs> <laughs>
0: you've already given us enough
2: Uh, Okay, so my wins prediction was real. I actually think they'll win that many games. And this is my real prediction for how the season turns out. I think they lose in seven games in the Western Conference Finals for the Warriors. I think that they can give the Warriors a real run at it, though. Yeah. Two years ago, when they played the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, they basically just had Dwight Howard and James Harden and kind of Trevor Ariza. And they were super in the first two games. I understand that Kevin Durant's on the team now, but the Rockets... The only team that might be as deep as the Rockets is the Warriors. So I think the Warriors are one injury to one of those guys away from being very very vulnerable.
1: Yeah, true. Trent I think Western Conference Finals. Western Conference Finals. I think okay. six I think six games. I agree with Will though. And I and I'm also I'm glad he brought that up cuz everybody likes to bring up how Harden shrunk in game 6 of the Clippers series and the backups won the game but they don't ever bring up that he dominated Game 7 and then was amazing in the Warriors series up until the last game where he completely ran out of gas. So,
0: Yeah. Trent, do you got any bold predictions?
1: I think Eric Gordon wins sixth man of the year again. <laughs> <know> <laughs> back to back. Oh, shit. I yeah.
2: think Iguodala is super pissed off at you right now. <laughs>
1: Iguodala averages like Almost six points a game. I can't Iguodala. get behind that. I can't get behind that. So. Yeah, it's true. I think I think I think Gordon I think Gordon goes back to back. I actually think he has a better season this year than last season.
2: I hope you're right. All right, so let's segue right into Spurs talk.
0: Spurs talk. <laughs> Spurs
2: talk. The real
0: reason why we're all here. <laughs>
2: um, just for the listening pleasure of you guys, just know that whenever John gets to watch Spurs games on League Pass, we mute Sean Elliott's bitch ass. <laughs>
1: I hope you mute the Rockets guys too. Also, we, we do that. Was, yeah, broadcasters—they're horrible across the
0: board. We, I never watch games with the broadcasters on. Yeah,
1: the only time really the play. Rockets are fun is when they're bad, because Clyde Drexler like literally just shits on the team like every five minutes.
2: Oh, Clyde Drexler is the one of the worst. Um, the only ones I like are like
1: <laughs> only on the
0: national games, like Doris Burke and Hubie Brown. Those are like the only ones I, I like. I Hubie really Brown really is the best.
2: The Kings announcers. Because they called DeMarcus Cousins Big Cuz. So I'll watch the Kings play the Pelicans. (laughs) So we can hear that again. But the first thing we're going to talk about with Los Spurs, those good guys from San Antonio, is John. How the fuck is Kawhi Leonard's quad doing?
0: (laughs) I don't understand why everyone's freaking out about this. Like... You wrote right-quad
2: tendinopathy on the thing, and I think that's why people are freaking out, because that sounds bad.
0: It's just, like, a, a very light version of tendinitis, and all. What, I don't understand why everyone's freaking out, because all what Popovich said is that he's probably going to miss most, if not all, of the preseason. There hasn't been any indication that it's going to linger into the season, or if this is going to be a problem that people should consider... All year long. So people have brought up that he's dealt with this before, but when has it ever held him back? He was almost M V P last year.
2: Okay. So I think you're probably right. The only concern that I have is if I was a Spurs fan. I am a Kawhi Leonard fan, and I do think he's gonna win M V P which is a discussion we're gonna have on a later podcast. <laughs> but there have been a lot of recent weird injuries in the NBA that like just linger. Like two guys off the top of my head who I can think of are like Terrence Jones and Derek Favors had weird muscle injuries. They just like everyone was like, Oh, it'll be it'll be fine soon, it'll be fine soon and then they just linger and linger and linger. And I don't think the Spurs can afford Kawhi Leonard to be out for any long period of time.
3: I
0: I don't think that they're afraid to keep him out for an extended period if need be. But they never ever rush guys. They they will Sacrifice their playoff run; they'll get knocked out early if it means saving their guys for next year. I don't have; I don't think Kawhi Leonard will be out there as a risk to himself.
2: How many games do you? Do you how many games do you think he has to play to win MVP? Um, I don't know, like
0: seventy-two, I guess seventy-four or do you something think like missing that.
2: Missing eight or ten games is cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's gonna miss. <laughs> he's probably gonna be. Sat for rest for like five six games anyway, so. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, Trent, did you have any concerns
1: about Kawhi? No, I don't think so. As a Kawhi <laughs> oh, yeah, Leonard, you, ju- you drafted a... him on your yeah. fantasy
0: team, so you can't afford to worry about it.
1: <laughs> as a Kawhi Leonard fantasy owner, I I sincerely hope that he gets healthy soon.
0: <laughs> also, because he's just so cool.
2: Yeah. And good at basketball. I just watched the Ben is. McLemore fievery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Legendary. Zach Lowe article, uh, ben, uh, ben McLemore was playing for the the Sacramento Kings and up to that point was considered a decent NBA player and uh, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard <laughs> stole the ball from him twice in less than a minute of game action and stole his soul in the process.
0: It wasn't even that McLemore was loose with his hand on. Ka- Kawhi Leonard just like just yoinked it out of his hands. He, like,
2: <laughs> grabbed it with his mammoth hands. He was like, just... grabbing an old lady's purse. And McLemore was like, what the fuck? Yeah,
0: he was just like, excuse me, I have to go dunk this. And I'm then sorry. He, he
2: laid it in. He laid it in. And then he came back down. Mclemore's dribbling the ball again. And then Leonard just takes it from him again.
0: And then he was benched in that timeout
2: afterward. Uh, Leonard did smoke the second layup, though. So that means
1: he didn't got <laughs> He got fouled. He did get
2: <laughs> fouled, but he smoked the layup, man. Finish he got fouled that's
0: so why he's never gonna win mvp
1: he's gonna win mvp
0: <laughs> okay Kawhi's is gonna be fine okay <clears throat> that's good tony parker injury rupture right? i tr- i don't i don't know because i mean knocked him out of the rocket series last year straight up ruptured his quad at first it sounded like it was really really bad and he was probably not going to be back till January or February. They seem to be in much better spirits about it now. Pop was saying that he may be back in December and Parker himself was saying maybe November. Pop said hold the bricks off November. He didn't know what Tony was on whenever he said that, but,
1: <laughs> but he went to he got the German Kobe Bryant thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to go. But I mean that does concern
0: me because for as much as Tony Parker has declined over the years, they just need someone steady at point guard. Patty Mills is mainly a shooter. He, he can handle the ball at times, but he can't really run the offense the way Parker does. DeJounte Murray, as much as I love him and think he'll eventually become a really, really good player, I think this year is going to be still just working the kinks out, getting rid of bad habits things like that. I don't think I think he'll be noticeably better than last year, but not enough to like confidently take over the starting position. So I think and I, I shit on Tony Parker a lot. They I there has there I don't know if there has been any other spur that has aggravated me the way Parker has over the past few years because he likes to take shots like he's prime Tony Parker when he's not. But, as far as everything else goes, running the offense and just smoothing out the system, they need him. Yeah. And, I I mean, if he, if he doesn't come back to, like, January, I could easily see whatever the estimation is for their regular season record to be deducted by, like, five games.
2: Okay.
3: Hmm.
2: Um, wow. speaking about more guys that we don't know the prognosis of, um... So it seems like in the preseason so far, everyone's saying that Rudy Gay is good, and he's been playing in the preseason, right? He hasn't
1: played. Yeah, yet. has he played? He yeah. hasn't played. He he played
0: today. We're okay. recording this Friday night as the Spurs were playing the Kings in San Antonio, and he started. Okay. Wow. And yeah, he seems he's good to go. Seems ready. Was it coming off of a torn Achilles? Um, did you did you get to see him in action? Yeah.
2: Did he look springy? That's, like, the usual thing with Achilles injuries, right? Like, ask Wesley Matthews.
0: I mean, he was just, like, going through the system, just moving around. He did cut to the... He did have a fast break dunk, and he cut to the rim one time for a... For, a, for like, a contested layup and made it pretty pretty easily, so...
2: Okay, so what do you think are reasonable expectations for Rudy
0: Gay? Um, it's hard to say, because... I have no idea. I, th- I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but he kind of has a reputation of toxicity. Um, every team that he's left got better after he left.
2: <laughs> yeah, very serious Ewing theory potential with Rudy Gay. <laughs> um,
0: but, I mean, if he's good to go, I don't see why he wouldn't be like very beneficial especially in, like, running the second unit offense. He's used to having the ball in his hands. He can create plays. A lot of times they're not good plays, but I think a part of that is because he hasn't been around that great of a team. And I think he'll just find things will come to him much easier when he's playing in the second unit with Patty Mills, Nobley, And he's going to play small ball power forward, too, so there are going to be times when he's paired with Kawhi and Aldridge and Danny Green.
2: Yeah, I hope that, I hope that his Achilles is fine and, like, it's, like, it's 2017. Shouldn't Achilles surgery be getting better and better? Like, should it not? It shouldn't be a death knell on someone's NBA career at this point in history.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it appears that that's no longer the case. I mean, he's he's back. He's playing, like, the Spurs wouldn't risk his health playing him in a fucking preseason yeah. game. and So he's out there. He's good to go. Um, last year
2: before he got injured, he was, like, putting up disgusting numbers. He yeah, was averaging like twenty
0: points a game.
2: It was really gross. He was on my fantasy team last year. <laughs> <So, laughs> was <on> con- <laughs> he
1: was on a contract oh year? God. Yeah, he was in yeah. a
2: contract year, and now he's in like he's the in another ultimate contract. He's in another yeah. contract year. He has yeah, a, it's a player option for the second year, right? Yeah, Whoop. one
0: that actually means something because if he if there's if he doesn't look like a good player anymore, then he's fucked. And yeah. I mean, he'll opt into that second year, but after that, he's done. Yeah, he's not getting another contract. Yeah, yeah. I, so, uh. I'm oh, sorry.
1: Try and continue. I think to bring up Will's point, I think the Achilles injury is still serious, but I don't think it's like a career ender anymore. I think Kobe Bryant came back from it. Yeah, Wesley Matthews. It did take Wesley Matthews like a year though to look yeah, but normal. Since
2: Wesley Matthews came back, he went from being a really good three-point shooter to like he's he was terrible last year. He shot like 36% from three.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's hindered and his athleticism so much as it maybe a shooting. But that's a good point. Uh, I, mean, I, don't, you know. I just
0: don't know why it wouldn't. That year that he got hurt, he looked like he was on pace to getting close to the max, yeah. and then... Yeah, he was Matthews? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he ended up still getting that from Dallas, but that was because Dallas was salty about the DeAndre Jordan <laughs> thing. Uh,
2: translation, Dallas is really bad in the
0: front office. They <laughs>
2: have been for years.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, Rudy Gay... I mean, we don't need him to be that guy who handles the ball for like thirty minutes a game to put up twenty points twenty points a game. I think as long as he can just mesh well and pick his pick his shots wherever they find him open, if he could run the offense in the second unit, I think that's perfectly fine. Those should be the expectations of him. Just if anything, just reasonable expectations, just just see if he's a good NBA player yeah. still.
2: Um so you brought up that he has like a stinky reputation like it's not like there have been stories about him like doing horrible things and no one's come out and said no. anything but there's always like a lingering smell around him yeah and that brings up our next guy in the Spurs preview here yes so now you have two guys who have this lingering stinky reputation in the Spurs and of course we're talking about Lamarcus Aldridge right now what is the deal is he actually an asshole do you think he's gonna have to next <laughs> season what's the deal what's the what
1: we heard John.
0: I feel better about Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, there were a couple stories that came out this week about how he finally sat down. How apparently he's been having not a bad reputation, but like I guess a bad habit of. I mean, the Spurs have been an organization that have encouraged putting things out for discussion, putting things out on the table whenever people have problems. And apparently he was never good at that and he just kept it to himself and was just passive aggressive in interviews and in social media, things like that. And apparently he finally had a long talk with Coach Pop about what what his what his role is and what what has made him unhappy so far in his in his career with the Spurs. And a lot of it too, Popovich just uh agreed with. He he, apparently, he admitted to Aldridge that he doesn't think that he has done that good of a job of incorporating him into the offense either. He mentioned that he he talked up Aldridge's defense, which I think that, that if anything, I think he's been a good defender. And that's what Popovich has been saying. That's been a pleasant surprise.
2: Yeah, I think he was good against the Rockets in the playoffs on defense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And then, I mean, I think I could understand why Aldridge is upset because he... He could have been used better in the offense. I think they should have. I think that they shouldn't have deterred him from shooting threes the way that he started to shoot threes in Portland towards the end of that run. And that's something that they're going to change. Popovich came out and said that Aldridge is going to go back to shooting more threes and stretching out the offense even more. And, um, I mean, I. Even if it does, even if he does end up leaving next year, I feel like things... It feels like this season is kind of a new start for Aldridge. He's going to get better touches. Uh, Pavovich knows where he needs to put him. Um, I think another thing, too, that was really upsetting for him is that he never really got the chance to be the lead guy last year, and then when Kawhi Leonard was injured against maybe the best team in history... They're like, "Okay, LaMarcus, here's your here's your chance. Here's you your want chance. to prove yourself. Sure. Go out and score yeah. against Durant and Draymond Green and all these guys who are going to beat you by 25 points." Yeah, and then he got
2: he got shit on pretty hard for that. Like there was some expectation that they could hang with him without Kawhi. Like a lot of people didn't think game one aside that the before the series that the Spurs could hang with him with Kawhi. Yeah. And so it's like it was extreme and unreasonable to expect him to like do anything at all. Yeah. Losing my think... 25 to that team with just LaMarcus Aldridge is honestly kind of respectable. <laughs> and,
1: and no Parker. No Parker yeah. either. Yeah. No
0: Parker either. Yeah. Yeah. They were pretty depleted by that point.
1: They were running pick and rolls with Jonathan Simmons. <laughs> Shout out to Jason. <laughs> Jonathan Simmons.
0: <laughs> yeah. But Aldridge, I, I mean, I brought this up in the over-under episode too. I think if anything, even if, even if his relationship with the team and with Pop doesn't get any better, I think everybody is just going to force themselves to make it work because this is a contract year for Aldridge. And if it's evident that it's just not going to work, then the Spurs aren't going to want him back either. So, and for that to be the case, they're going to need him to have a good year so that he could get a contract somewhere else and not opt into that final year um, of his contract.
2: So he's got a a deal this year, and he's got a player option. Yeah. Um do you see him like being a possible trade candidate if things aren't going super well?
0: That's a really good question. I uh, Usually whenever, I mean, like we've talked about already with Kevin Love and DeMarcus Cousins, I'm usually hesitant about players being traded at the trade deadline because of what it'll say to the rest of the team and the yeah. and the star player, but if Aldridge gets traded and they can at least get some assets out of that, I mean, Kawhi still is under contract for a couple more years, and then that'll just open up more cap. And, I mean, I I don't think that's such a bad idea. I just, I, I don't know. I think we have to look at the other side of it. And if Aldridge is not having, is having a not-so-great year, who would give up assets for Aldridge in, that, in that point? So I yeah. have
2: three who says knows for you. Okay. Oh. Three who says no's. Right, I'm going to do them in order of seriousness. <laughs> seriousness. Okay. The first one's going to be the most serious. Okay. Boogie for Aldridge. Who says no? Who? Boogie for Aldridge. Who says no?
1: New Orleans.
0: New Orleans.
2: New Orleans. What about uh, Aldridge in a first round pick for Biggie?
0: Mm-hmm. Spurs don't like to deal draft picks unless it's like a sure thing.
2: Okay. So you think Spurs still say no? Yeah. I mean, cousin. What team say no?
0: Cousins, if I think, if, yeah, I think both teams say no. I think, I mean, I think if anything, Cousins might be an even worse fit because of his temper.
2: Okay. Um, I was thinking maybe the Spurs could like do what they did with Stephen Jackson and like kind of rein that kind of thing in.
0: They were s- with Stephen Jackson. They knew that they could rein him in because he started his career. His career took off with the Spurs, so they okay. kind of had that loyalty already. But um, second one, Kevin
2: Love, who says no. I think Spurs uh, is probably right. Yeah,
0: I don't think I'd want Kevin Love straight up for the Marcus Aldridge. I think Kevin Love is better, but I don't think Kevin Love. Kev... How many years left does Kevin Love have? I think two. Two years by that including point, including
2: this year. No, I think it's the same deal.
0: By that, no, 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 no. no. Co- I mean Kevin Love just signed a max like a year or so ago, didn't he? The first year the cap spiked, he signed a max, didn't he? No, yeah.
2: Was he before that? It th- it year before that? Wasn't it? Wasn't the year before that?
0: It
1: was the year after
0: they... It was the year after they lost to the Warriors the first yeah. time.
2: Okay, okay, you're right, you're
0: right. Yeah, so he has like probably two more years left, and I think...
2: With no option.
0: Yeah, and that would eat into the cast space, and by that point, I would be worried about losing Kawhi, because then, at, what is it, how old would he be by that point? Kevin? 30. Kevin Love, 30? At least. 30? Yeah, he might already be 30. He's 29. Something like that. He's and, 29 right now, yeah, so he'll be over 30.
2: Um, how quickly do the Cavs say yes if the, if the Spurs offer them a Marcus Aldridge for Kevin Love? <laughs> do they? Uh, they probably say yes because yeah, he can
1: protect the rim, and Kevin Love can He can
2: protect the rim. We just talked about his defense. Um, he can also make threes. He showed that in Portland.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
2: And you could get easy buckets with him and LeBron in a two-man game.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question.
2: I think that the Cavs would jump out of their seats and say yes to that.
0: Maybe that's. Have,
2: I think that that's a good deal for them. Have. But okay, and so the, the final one, the least, the least serious one. Who do you think it would offer you? Ryan Anderson. <laughs> Ryan Anderson <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Alders. Who says no? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spurs. Popovich <laughs> will murder R.C. Buford if he does that. Not because he's a bad player, but because Ryan Anderson doesn't recognize his white privilege. No, that's true. I didn't even consider
1: it Can that. we just talk about how Chris Paul would dress down LaMarcus Aldridge, like, probably once a week that happened?
2: I don't think LaMarcus Aldridge could actually play for the Rockets. Yeah, I, don't I think, think so that he's either. way too soft to play with Chris Paul. I also think Harden, that's the only issue. But it, back, to me, back to the Spurs, back to the Spurs. His name um, so, is Harden. I think the uh, I think Aldridge is a good trade candidate, but only if it's going poorly. And things never seem to be going poorly for the Spurs, so I don't think it'll happen. I
0: think, yeah, I I think he's gonna have a good year. I'm also, optimistic.
2: They're, like, the least likely team to move a superstar in the middle of a season.
0: Like, yeah, they barely ever make mid season <laughs> trades. The, I think the last time they made a legitimate mid season trade was the Steven Jackson one back in like 2012. Yeah. John. Um, okay. John. So, yeah,
1: Trent. Yeah, what Trent. what's a good year for LaMarcus Aldridge? A
0: like, good what? year for LaMarcus Aldridge. Um shooting threes again at a good rate. Not bitching anymore. Um I mean really the the he's been a good player for the Spurs. It's just that his bad reputation has come from like his unhappiness and what appears to be toxicity i like if anything like i would see other teams shy away from him being like if he like everybody loves playing for the spurs and if LaMarcus aldridge doesn't like playing for him there has to be something wrong with him so i think like as long as he can show that he can like is more amenable to change and I mean, Pop has already said he's going to adjust the offense a little bit to make it more comfortable for him. So as long as he can hold up his end of the bargain and execute where the Spurs set him up, I, I think that's a good year. I don't know how that, how specifically that converts in terms of stats. Maybe just, sure. What, what did he average, like 17 last year? So maybe like 19, something like that. Nothing big, but just showing that he, but just just looking like a better fit. He's looked kind of awkward. So, like, just, just looking like he's a better fit is, I think, enough for, like, a bounce-back year.
1: I just don't – I don't I don't get it. I feel like you guys won – how many games did you guys win last season?
0: Too many. Like,
2: 60. 61, I think. <laughs>
1: yeah, 61 wins running the offense through quite Leonard almost exclusively. And now you guys are going to start dumping the ball low post to Mark Saldridge. I don't think he was that good in the low post last season. I just don't understand why you'd bend to him at this point. I mean, we've seen him for two years – He's been there for two years, and now they're going to start molding the offense around him? I just don't understand it. I just I don't not, see
0: it. Not necessarily molding the offense around him, but just,
1: no. just yeah, giving I,
0: him an extra couple possessions to make him feel better and to tell him that it's okay if he <laughs>
1: if he geez. steps out to
0: the three-point line more
1: often. So basically Pops babying him and trying to coax yeah. like, a better attitude out of him for like when the playoffs come or something.
0: Yeah. But in that sense, I think Aldridge does have a point. I think he... I mean, I think this could have been resolved better, but I think he could be more useful in ways that he hasn't been used already. And Not that... I don't think Pop has done a bad job, but I think... I mean, no one's perfect. I think he could do a better job
1: incorporating Aldridge, and it sounds like he's going to try to do that. And how much does Tim Duncan retiring last year, how much do you think that played a role in his unhappiness? Because I feel like you didn't hear this after the first year so much.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially, yeah, because Duncan was the one who played center and was the one who would just stay in the paint and handle all the dirty work while Aldridge was just getting used to being a spur and experimenting, figuring out his place, and Duncan was his backup, and that was gone. It was replaced by Gasol who's not nearly as good of a defender as Duncan was, even old version Tim Duncan. And and I mean, Marcus Aldridge too this year, he has to play more center this year. And yeah. he sounded a, he sounded like more receptive to that in the interviews that I've read. And I think he has to that's another thing, too, that could count as a bounce-back year, especially in a contract year. You have to show the teams that how you can make adjustments. Everybody knows that it, that like if you're big enough to play the four and can shoot threes, you probably should
1: be able to move to the five as well. Yeah, I think in today's and, NBA, he is a center. I don't, yeah. I don't even think he's a... I mean, I guess you can play him and Gasol together in certain circumstances, but I would pretty much consider him a center.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think he would be doing himself a huge favor if he did that, and that's one of and that's uh, the next point that I have. I wrote down not much big man depth, embracing small ball, four shooters at all times. If you look strictly at a position at a positional depth chart, the backup center is Joffrey Laverne. Oh, that's that's bad. <laughs> and um, not good. Dwayne yeah. Deadman's
1: not walking through that door, John.
0: Not anymore. Now, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they went from they went from Dwayne Deadman and David Lee and did they lose someone else? I, I can't remember who else they lost, but they didn't really replace those guys. They just got Joffrey Laverne and Rudy Gay, and I think that has to signal that they're gonna play way more small ball because that yeah the front court is pretty shallow and this is one of the things that I don't know if it's going to work but I'm definitely going to watch them more this year because this is just really interesting to me that they are embracing small ball especially after that year that it, I think everybody thought that they would be more of a small ball team after they won the title and just made it rain from 3 that year <laughs> so and then they totally reverted and signed LaMarcus Aldridge and David West and tried to just play with two traditional big men shooting mid-rangers still and that didn't really work
2: do the spurs have the shooters to play with four shooters all at the same time i just i
0: i mean the good thing about it is all their big men can shoot yeah laverne Laverne
2: can shoot and aldridge and laverne
0: yeah aldridge's fourth who's the who's the do they have a fourth bertans Rudy Gay, Kyle Anderson.
1: Kyle Anderson. <laughs> oh man,
0: I, I was wondering if we were going to
2: get through this uh, Spurs <laughs> preview without seeing Kyle Anderson. Do you ride for Kyle Anderson?
0: I do. Okay. I do. <laughs> I don't
2: know if you actually do or if I just pretend that you do.
3: I Slow think mo. he's under the.
0: I I think he's suffered the same way Lamarcus Aldridge has in that oh. he hasn't really found his role, and I think this is the year that they're really going to put him at the right spot because he's done everything from playing point guard. Shooting guard, Kawhi's backup, and now this year they're planning on using him more as a backup power forward with Tavis Bertans, and I think that that's always been the role that he should have been playing.
2: Has he been eating this summer?
0: Yeah, looks like it. I mean, <laughs> he he's he's just not fast enough to be a guard to yeah. be out on the perimeter. I think. And,
2: I mean, that's been the source of like every Kyle Anderson joke ever is that how slow he is. Yeah, he's, he's very slow. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's been evident from the beginning that he should develop into a power forward and it's looking like this is finally the year for that, but I mean, that's Kyle Anderson but um, I mean Is this
2: his fourth NBA season?
0: Yeah, this is his final year of his rookie deal
2: So he's gotta make it happen if it's gonna happen now
0: Yeah, so, I mean he might be MVP Yeah, that's the good thing, thing is that they 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 have more shooting, I, I can't let's see, their weakest who is their weakest shooter? Like, Gasol can shoot Aldrich can shoot Bertans, Anderson, Laverne hasn't really shot that much, but apparently they're trying to get him to shoot to like become a three-point shooter. Danny Green, Mono Chernobly, Patty Mills.
2: So I think um, Danny Green because he's so he's so hit and miss. He is. In his play in general.
0: He is. I don't, yeah. I don't know. If how you ma- can
2: count on him to be good Danny Green, then yeah, he's a great shooter.
0: <laughs> yeah. I That's don't fun. know how many of y'all know, but in San, in the San Antonio community, his nickname is Icy Hot, because <laughs> he, cause he'll have a game where he shoots, like, 8 for 10, and then he'll follow it up shooting, like, 1 for 9, wow. and... I I I don't understand it. I still I've been watching this happen for like four years now, and I still don't have a way to explain it. Yeah, it's bizarre.
1: To be um, fair, that's not a bad place to be if your most unreliable three point shooter is Danny Green. Yeah, it, yeah, I definitely,
0: definitely. I mean, it's probably Dejounte Murray. He's I like him a lot, but he's not that great of a three point shooter.
2: Okay. Um, so, no Murray here. Where do we want to go next?
0: Let's see. You got some um, questions. Yeah, you I can got ask more for you. Yeah, more questions from Ozzy. I, yeah, you can read them.
2: Yeah, otherwise it'll be John reading questions and then John answering questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. If Lamarcus Aldridge doesn't wake up this year, is Kawhi good enough to carry the load against Golden State?
0: Stop. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> I tried to ask
0: this with as much credulity. Absolutely not. Possible. It's the the
2: most ridiculous question we've got. They
0: should be happy if LaMarcus Aldridge does have his best year as a Spur, and even that may be good enough to give Golden State some kind of run. Just like, that's not even a given. So if LaMarcus Aldridge still has a shitty year, they're getting swept by like 20 again.
2: I was was hoping that you would come down on the phrasing of that question, because it's
0: yeah, I don't know what you mean, Ozzy, by carry the load, but whatever you mean, Lose by 25, no. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> Will Kawhi Leonard be good enough to lose every game by 25 points without LaMarcus Aldridge in the lineup? Absolutely, yes, he is. <laughs> second question from Ozzy. Are we, as in the Spurs, a clear-cut number two, or is it up in the air between the Rockets, Spurs, and OKC?
0: Wow. And then, I think the second question after that is related to that. Oh,
2: does the answer become more clear after the All-Star break? The answer the second to part is, is yes.
0: second part to that is yes. The first part, are we clear-cut number two? Not at all. I don't think we're going to finish number two. And by the time the All-Star break comes around, I think that it'll be pretty obvious we're not finishing number two. I think they should be pretty happy finishing three. I I would be a little disappointed if they finished four. So I think think three is the spot that they should be gunning for, the spot that they should be happy with, number three. I think it's going to be first, Golden State, second, Houston, third, Spurs.
2: Do you think that it's, like, weird or ridiculous or a hot take for me to think right now that the Spurs are the clear-cut fourth-best team?
0: I mean, you can make that argument. Today,
2: like, today, without having seen any of these teams actually play, I think that they're the fourth-best team, as constructed.
0: I mean, they... They have... I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. I think... These teams, the Rockets, Spurs, and the Thunder, all have their own questions about how the team is going to turn out because they've mm-hmm. all made pretty big changes. The Rockets have made good changes, so that's not really a concerning question. So has OKC. The, the question with the Spurs is, is can Rudy Gay be a good NBA player again? Can LaMarcus Aldridge salvage his career? Can their internal development be good enough to keep a top three Western Conference record. Can they and keep uh,
2: getting the 10-win Popovich bump
0: that yeah. they got last year? And those are all way more challenging <laughs> questions than how do the Rockets look with Chris Paul and how does OKC <laughs> look with Paul George and Carmelo Anthony? How do the
2: Rockets look incorporating the second or third best point guard ever to play <laughs> in basketball? Um, yeah, so it's, yeah, not, it's not at all... question.
0: Yeah, but... I don't think there will ever be a point that they're clear-cut number two unless it's the end of the season and they're number two. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah. then, um let's see who do you think yeah. is going to progress John Oh right, well before that i just wanted to give a shout out to my friend adam i don't know if we answered his questions relating to since we brought up the changes with rudy gay it says how do you see rudy gay fitting into this first system we kind of already answered that by saying i think he should be the leading man of the second unit and mm-hmm. pretty good at the small ball power forward position and seeing a spot-up shooter handle the ball, yeah, handle the ball. Yeah, so, if
2: they're making him a spot-up shooter, they might as well just cut him now and sign someone who's a better shooter because <laughs> he's he, never been that good of a shooter.
0: Yeah, he's much better at handling the ball and running a unit than he is at being a spot-up shooter, so hopefully they don't do that. I want to I see him run the second unit. So. It wouldn't be fun at all to watch Rudy Gay
2: spot-up shoot.
0: Okay, so go ahead with what you were going to ask.
2: Who do you think is going to progress? Who do you think is going to regress?
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop it again. Trent, did you have anything to say about the Spurs, uh, where they fall on the rankings between the Rockets, uh, Warriors, and OKC?
1: So I think standing wise, I think they'll be third. Um, I think talent wise, they're clearly fourth. I think the okay. OKC. I think OKC's gonna s- struggle out of the gate. I, even if Donovan figures it out, I don't think he's gonna figure it out right away. It's gonna be a lot of standing around and looking at Westbrook, I think. I think Westbrook <laughs> has to adjust. He's not even I mean, he hasn't I guess he may have played tonight, but um they gotta figure a lot out. I think the Spurs, when they get Leonard back, it's they already they know who they are. I know the Parker's out, but for the regular season, they know who they are, they're gonna run their system. Kawhi's gonna get thirty points a game. He's gonna win M V P. So I think they'll finish third.
3: Okay.
1: Okay.
0: I can dig All it. Right. <laughs> Player that will progress. Um, I've already talked about Aldridge. Um,
2: So you think uh, it has to be him for the Spurs to have a good season?
0: For the Spurs to have a good season, it has to be Aldridge. Okay. Yeah, but player that will progress, I mean, you already said it earlier, I'm going to Jonte Murray. I think Mm -hmm. that he's going to, like I said earlier, this is going to be a year where he still has to get rid of some bad habits and show how good he is as a player. And I think exactly he's going to do that. I think okay. he's going to show in the time that Parker's out that he could handle the starting position pretty well. He's not going to be as good as Parker, but he he's going to show he's going to he's going to show signs that we have something here that not now, but in a year or two he's going to be looking pretty good. So that's that's my player to emerge, Jontay Murray. Regress before I answer that, who do you think is going to progress on the Spurs? You have to say something nice about the Spurs on this podcast. Um, I think that
2: Kawhi Leonard
0: is going to progress. Damn I actually think that he's
2: going to win the MVP this year. I think that he is because of just the situations that all the other star players are in.
0: Okay, I think that's a... yeah. <laughs>
2: Okay, so the guy that I think that is actually going to progress. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to Kyle Anderson. I think that he finally, <laughs> its his, like, it, This is legitimately his last chance in the NBA this season. No other team is going to sign Kyle Anderson. I
0: Yeah. Guys I just,
2: don't play better for other teams after they leave the Spurs, and he's been not good on the Spurs. So he's got to get it together, so I think that he will.
0: I remember the Spurs winning the title when we all lived in Denton, and... Talking at the bar whenever they drafted Kyle Anderson, and that feels like so long ago. <laughs> wow! And I still have no idea who Kyle Anderson is as a player, but I'm gonna hold out hope for him because he has shown some good signs.
2: Yeah, so I think it'll be him. Player that regresses. Uh, I think that Tony Parker is not gonna come back from this injury, not in any discernible way that he looks like himself.
3: Bullshit! It's a It's a very, <laughs> Damn. It's,
2: it's a very serious injury and he's, it is. he's old, and he's got a lot of miles on his body. Yep,
0: he does. He came into the league at 18. He yeah. spent almost half his life in the NBA. Yeah. I just wow. don't see
2: him coming back from such a serious muscle injury.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tony uh, Trent, who do you got? Uh, Jonathan Henry. Regress. Progress. I actually do think Kawhi Leonard will progress, and here's why. I think last season he was great as a scorer, and... Uh, I think this season he'll be more of a playmaker. I think he's going to bump his assist numbers up to like four or five or six. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Because I think last year he was like... I think there was a story about it, but he was very like similar to Kobe. And I think that once he gets to that even next level where he's making plays off the pick and roll rather than settling for a mid-range jump shots, stuff like that, I think that he's going to progress. And I think that that's why he'll win MVP. I think yeah. that he'll make other people around him Better. It won't be so much. Popovich gets all the credit. I think Kawhi will get a lot of credit this season because I think it will be obvious that the players around him are better because he's on the floor and not just because of defense.
2: Yeah, and I think I think this year hit the twenty-eight and seven and seven or like if he can get to seven assists, six seven assists, that twenty-eight seven and seven is going to look way better this year than it would have last year. Yeah, because of the fact that Westbrook and Harden are going to have to share the ball so much more.
0: Yeah, there is that. Whenever I first started hearing people compare Kawhi to Kobe, I was thinking, like, what the hell are you even talking about? Like, Kawhi is Kawhi and Kobe's Kobe. And then the more I watched, I kept that comparison in the back of my mind, and the more I watched, I was like, holy shit, this guy kind of is like Kobe.
2: (laughs) I mean, it's not a mean comparison.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was so weird because, like, I I just never thought of... Him in comparison to Kobe and then as soon as someone said it it made sense. <laughs> you wanna like,
2: like have like a fun like twenty or thirty minutes, just watch some YouTube highlights of Kobe Bryant and his prime. Wow. Yeah, it was Amazing. God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh
1: Kawhi is like all the best qualities of Kobe Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. None not of the like... bad
1: ones. <laughs> <laughs> at least he's
0: not advertising a shitty hashtag like Muse Cage like Kobe is. I still don't understand that at all. <laughs> Okay, um... Oh, wait,
1: Trent, did you give us the yeah, regression a player? Regression? I think Ginobili's done. Officially done. <laughs> <laughs> Man, why do you gotta come yeah, at him? Yeah, but here? that jiff is, is I going love, forever, dude. I, this, is this is his last year, you can't come at him like that. <laughs> I, I love Mane Ginobili. He was one of my favorite players growing up. Uh, I remember one, like, summer, I tried to, like, really work on my left hand just because the Spurs won the finals and against Detroit, and he got robbed. A Finals MVP that season, by the way. Oh, Tim Duncan did uh, yeah. not deserve a quick that.
2: caveat to the listeners. Trent is very good at basketball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I tried to play left-handed because of my So I love my Genome. But this guy is, he, he what is he, like 42, 43?
2: He's old as fuck. I don't know, all I don't know about that old, but I don't he is, he's
0: he, is pretty, he is pretty
2: damn old. Is he not? Is he not in his 40s?
1: 40s? No, man.
0: Oh, wait, let me see. Looking it up now. Oh, he is exactly 40. Okay, okay. so he's 40
1: years old. I mean, you know, we'll always have the – Spurs fans will always have the Harden, him blocking Harden, and they'll always put that in our face. But Spurs
2: fans will always have to live with the fact that he created James Harden's entire style. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, him and Dwayne Wade basically is what James Harden is. I mean, there's a lot of that there. So so I I think Ginobili regresses. I think that – I don't want to say he becomes unusable, but I think that last season you kind of saw it and he was, like, worse – worse. I think that he'll have stretches of games where he's very bad. It would make
0: sense for him to take a step back because he was the guy who handled the ball and not Patty Mills on the second unit. And I feel like that's Rudy Gay's job now. So yeah. it would make sense for Mongianoli to just be a spot of shooter now. Yeah. yeah.
2: I still think that Parker is done before Ginobili. Though
0: I looked up his age, Tony Parker's thirty-five. So next year will mark half of his entire life being in the NBA. That's wild. I
2: don't think that he'll get there though. Next I, year, I mean, I want Tony Parker to keep playing because he. I'm...
0: I mean, he'll have to. His birthday's in May. So <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: when I was like, uh, I don't know, like fourteen or fifteen, and the Spurs were like, it, like the two thousand one season. Tony uh-huh. Parker briefly, like for like a very brief time, was my favorite favorite NBA player. <laughs>
3: so, wow! Because
2: like it, it, always greatly amused me that he couldn't hit a three, but he could hit a three. Uh, like he could hit a two with his feet on the line. <laughs> yeah. Like I always thought it was hilarious, and I just liked that the Spurs beat the Lakers sometimes. <laughs> I just hated. I hated the Lakers more than I loved the Rockets at that point.
1: Yeah. 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 They um, almost traded him, right? Like they almost got. There's like the Jason Kidd thing.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, they they weren't going to trade him, but they were going to sign Kid and have them and have that be the backcourt. Yeah. Like Tony Parker and Jason Kidd no, be the starting been, guards. That would have been bad. God. And, before Jason Kidd could hit a 3. Yeah, I would mean, be, <laughs> no spacing. I, yeah, I don't know how that would have worked, but I'm glad it didn't happen because if that did happen, we would have never seen Tony Parker or Marginally emerge into the players they became, so.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. Cool. Um
0: But yeah, um, player just, for me, player to take a step back, I mean, god damn it, I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah, it is Tony Parker, like, yeah, he's old, he tore his quad, (laughs) oh my god, it hurts my
2: feelings to say, yeah, (laughs)
0: yeah, like, that doesn't, you barely ever, that's just such an ugly sounding injury, like, how often do we hear that? You tear your quad.
2: If he was 20, it would sound like his career was in jeopardy. And he's 35 years old, and he's played for 17 seasons. In <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Like, other other guys, when they suffer injuries, particularly to their leg, they can use a boot or crutches. This guy just couldn't move. Like, he's probably been around in a wheelchair also. Yeah, yeah, so... I don't know how the hell he's going to be back by November, like he says. But, (laughs) but yeah, so, yeah, that's my guy, unfortunately. He had a good run. Okay, season record predictions. You want us to go first?
2: Yeah. You want to go last? Yeah. Um, Season record prediction, I think that this person finally come back down to earth. And don't get the 10-win Popovich bump. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Because, for one, the Tony Parker thing. For two, even if DeJounte Murray is good... Uh, he's got to be the like third best player on the team at this point. Like it's either going to be him, Rudy Gay, or Pau Gasol <laughs> Who's the third best player on the team? Unless I mean I'm not counting Danny Green because of his trick or treat uh, <laughs> aspect. So I think that the Spurs are going to win 55 games, 55 and 27. I think that okay. they're going to finish fourth. Um, end result prediction: Are we going to do all three at once? Yeah, go ahead. Um, in result prediction, I think that they lose in the first round to the Minnesota Timberwolves. You're a piece wow. of shit. <laughs> um, okay, so it's not, without wow. it's not without precedent for the Spurs to lose in the first round. They have done it before, and especially in times of transition. And I think this year is really going to be a transitional year. I don't think I don't have any faith in Marcus Aldridge, like at all. Like I don't have a reason to. I think yeah. he's definitely opting into that contract. And if I was the Spurs v- GM, RC Buford, I would trade his ass today because you've seen enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see the. I don't think it's going to be a big difference.
2: Like, you th- we think he's getting back to his peak Trailblazers years. No, he's like he's old. <laughs> He's been in the league for, like, 12 or 13 years
0: already. He doesn't need to get back to those years. He just needs to find something in the middle of who he was then and, like, the, the shit that he's put out the past couple years. Yeah,
2: and so the reason why I think that
0: they'll lose in the first...
2: I only think that they'll lose in the first round if they're matched up with the Timberwolves. And I think that's because Thibodeau is the third best coach in the league. And I don't think that he's going to, like, fall for, I guess, Brad Stevens. <laughs> I didn't count Brad Stevens. He might be better. Wait, so who's
0: the
1: one and two?
2: Uh Popovich and Kerr.
0: I agree with that.
1: Not Carlisle? I think no. I don't I don't think <laughs> I don't think Thibodeau's right. third, but I think that those two are right. Um, okay, so I
2: could I could hear an argument that Carlisle's a better coach than Thibodeau. I don't I don't happen to agree with that.
1: <laughs> I know a lot but, of yeah. I don't know if there's a lot, but there's a few that I would take over Thibodeau.
2: Okay. Well I mean that was an <laughs> unintentional hot take. <laughs> um, okay, so can you guys at least agree that Thibodeau is in the next tier of coaches? He's a good coach. Like, the next five best yeah. coaches after yeah. those two.
0: Absolute absolutely like what, top seven? Yeah. Yeah. And I just probably. think that
2: the uh, the Timberwolves have the guys. Like they have better guys. And they're not going to be poorly coached, and it'll be a nice coming out party for Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns mm. to get hot take. playoff success. I don't think that's a hot it take. Is. A lot of people think that they're going to win a shitload of games.
1: I don't. All right, we'll see.
2: <laughs> um, and bold prediction. I guess that was my bold prediction. But my other bold prediction is that. Um, why leonard has the most boring mvp speech of all time <laughs> and it neither makes anyone laugh or cry he's
0: <laughs> he's gonna refuse to show up to the press conference he's he's gonna text adam silver mail adam silver just just send it back to me he's
2: gonna... <laughs> oh and it's at the end now it's at the end of the fight it's after the finals now right yeah oh yeah that's that's right. Right. so it's gonna be sad like West did Westbrook they still sad
0: did they do the award show thing where they did didn't, the, they, didn't did they make go... it an award show now yeah, yeah.
2: oh that kind of changes it for me. I forgot he, about the whole award show thing. Yeah, video- he's
0: absolutely. If anything, he will tank this year to avoid going to that award show. <laughs> he'll do one of
1: those like tape, like those video tapes, like it, like pre-recorded. Yeah, here <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey
2: tonight? He is sitting in silence in his room. <laughs> yeah, he's ju- he's just
0: gonna he's yeah he's not gonna he's not even gonna do the video either. He's gonna get like Patty
1: Mills to do it or something.
2: <laughs> All right, so Trent, you want to hit us with your predictions really quick, and then John can.
1: Yeah, I don't think you're off with the wins. I actually think that's pretty much like 55 to 57 is what I would suggest uh, What I would think. I think that that's mm-hmm. pretty reasonable. I think that in the regular season, like it's just the fact like they just know they know what they're doing, they know who they are. I think that helps them win a lot of games that other people other teams lose. Like I think the Thunder will have games where they're like well, who are we, you know, who who's taking the yeah. lead tonight. Whereas like I feel like the Spurs, they won't have that problem. So I think that they'll win a lot of games against a lot of bad teams, especially the East. The Spurs mm-hmm. will feast on the East, and yeah, they'll get the th- they'll get the three seed. Um, I think they lose in the second round to the Houston Rockets, and my bold prediction is that they get swept by the Houston Rockets.
2: I could see that for sure. You sack of shit! <laughs> 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 All right, John. Besides calling us sacks of shits and pieces of shits, what are your predictions for the Spurs so all of your friends who are Spurs fans can hate you when you say they don't win the championship?
0: Uh, I prematurely told you to fuck off because I thought you were going to say they only win like 49-50 games or something. But I do agree with the 55 win mark. Yeah, I don't think, I think they're
2: gonna win less with that. With Greg Popovich as the coach.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna be like 55. That was that 55 and 27. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's. I think that's. Yeah, that's my prediction. End result.
2: Do you think they get some third or fourth?
0: Third. Okay. So like, you think the like,
2: Thunder under like 54. And yeah, or just, something. Just
0: like whatever they end up with, they're gonna beat the Thunder by like a game, a game and a okay, half. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then end result, I think that they are gonna lose in the second round <sighs> to the fucking Rockets. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he looks so pained saying that just now. I want you all to know. I
0: think it'll. I think it'll go to a game seven though. Okay. Not with that we'll roster, game seven. Not with it, that roster, are, John. It
2: does have Chris Paul, and like he's notorious for choking in the playoffs, so he could choke a couple games up. It's gonna um, be
0: up in the air. Chris Paul's never gone past the second round. Oh God. Who's guarding? to that game seven thinking that.
1: Who's guarding Chris Paul?
0: Dejounte Murray.
1: You guys feel, Dejounte? You guys, you feel good or about no, that? No, they. they
2: I they, don't even know what Dejounte Murray looks like. They would.
0: <laughs> they would. They would put. I mean, they have Green and Kawhi. They're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna put those guys on Harden and Paul. I don't know who specifically will match up, but it'll be those two against those two. Uh I, I can see the Rockets going to a lineup where they have Harden, Paul, and Eric Gordon.
2: Yeah. Eric Gordon would just eat if, if DeJounte <laughs> Murray was guarding him.
0: If we lose because of Eric Gordon, then I'm okay with that. <laughs> hey, back to back, sixth man
2: of the year. Back to Eric back, sixth man of the year. Back to back. Eric Gordon getting shit on him.
1: Is, is Eric Gordon the new Jamal Crawford? Like, I just,
2: mean, I hope so for
1: the Rockets. Just fish. like buckets <laughs> off the bench, automatic buckets off the bench. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You have to find him playing pickup basketball in high school gyms over the summer in order for him to be the next Jamal Crawford because <laughs> All that guy right. never stops.
2: So your bold prediction to end the pod.
0: My bold prediction: Rudy Gay is back. I think. I
2: hope so, man. That would be fucking great. I, I
0: think like Rudy Gay. he. I think he's going to look a lot like the player he was before, and everyone is going to wonder. I mean, it's not going to be enough to take them over the hump or anything. I think they still lose to the second round, but I think people by the end of the year will still be thinking how the fuck did... First off, how the fuck did they let the Spurs get Rudy Gay, and two, how did the Spurs restore him back to who he was before?
2: I can dig it. Any final thoughts for the pod episode?
0: This is going to be a really weird year because I I think I mentioned this too on the over-under episode, but... This is going to be so weird because I think that by the next time the Spurs are like in the conversation of going to the finals for real, the team is going to look a lot different than what it looks like now. Yeah. And it's going to feel weird rooting for players who are not going to be around. I don't even think LaMarcus Aldridge is going to be around for that. I think pretty much the only guy who will still be around is Kawhi, maybe Danny Green. So it's going to be pretty weird rooting for a bunch of guys that I think are going to be gone within the next year or two. Hmm. So, I mean, I'm still looking forward to it. I love when they get experimental with it. It seems like they're going to go a whole lot more small ball, re-embrace a three-point shot. So I'm looking forward to this year. But, yeah, it's going to be pretty weird. Okay. Um.
2: I don't really have any more ridiculous things to say about I'm very Rockets. mad that there are not
0: <laughs> that many questions about the Rockets. This doesn't feel fair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. the big question is that Chris Paul's never been past the second round and James Harden has two signature three
0: signature choke games
2: now in his career.
0: But that's just like <laughs> but that's just like soft narrative. Like Yeah, there... you know,
2: it's definitely a soft narrative. I don't think that there's any credence to that stuff. Two of the games he was extremely tired and pissed off at his teammates and so he played really yeah. poorly. And the third game, he was 22 years old and playing in the finals against LeBron. So I'm sorry that he had a bad game. (laughs) Or a bad series. I'm sorry that he couldn't beat Dwayne Wade and LeBron and Chris Bosh. After they got fucking embarrassed by
0: the Mavericks the previous year. Yeah.
1: John. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think Kawhi wins MVP too?
0: (sighs) It's really hard. I... I think that just because Giannis has more of a league-wide presence, it's going to be him. I could see it being, like, a toss-up. It's, I think it's going to be clear. I think the race throughout the year is going to be between him and Giannis.
2: I think Giannis has to finish, like, third or fourth in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Um, and I don't think the Bucs can do that.
1: I don't so. see it. I don't see the Bucs winning enough games. I think the Bucks I mean, are going to win, like, 43 games. No, I mean, they won more than that. They won, like, 48, but I don't think they're going to win 55 or 57
0: I mean, both players have, like, the respect of just about everybody, but I think more people just generally adore Giannis, and that'll get him the MVP. Yeah,
1: because oh, he's man. Weird and foreign. I know yeah. how that feels. <laughs> Rockets and fans know how you yeah, feel. like, he's fun. <laughs> Leonard, like,
2: what does he do for fun? Like, play bridge? I don't but know. But that's like, cool. I that's I like
1: that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... We had a long pod this week. We covered a lot of ground. Um, please, before you turn off the thing, follow us at BBR Basketball and go to our website, BBRBasketball.com.
0: Thank you again to Trent Johnson for you joining guys. us on Barbacoa Big Red Basketball. Trent, do you want to give out your Twitter handle and stuff or no? Um.
1: No, it's okay. Um, it's, it's, it's all good. <laughs> all right. So, okay. Okay.
0: is our
2: first three-man guest. We might have others in the future. We might have Trent again.
0: If you dig hard enough, you could find him on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, yeah. If you – I don't know. Are you on, are you on Tinder, Trent? <laughs> <laughs> Hit him up on that
1: Washington, D.C. Washington, Twitter, D.C.? Y'all. In D.C., I'm on Tinder. But, um, if you're trying to is. get the pipe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a J.R. Smith joke.
0: Not just a it, is. it is. Okay. Um, All right, yeah. Thanks, Trent, for coming on. We need to do this eventually again. Thank you guys Um, for having me.
1: You guys are doing a really awesome job.
0: Thank you. Thanks, man. We didn't pay him to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that just about does it for us. We'll be back next week. Thank you again for listening. This has been Barbacoa Big Red Basketball.